Hey everybody, this is Atkins. And this is Adam. And we have a special guest tonight for episode 100. Uh, my beautiful wife, Hannah, has decided to join us. Now, you may have heard Hannah before in a previous episode because she covered uh, one of the movies with us. I did. She did. Yeah. It was when uh, we All Might that was again in the car soon. with his buddy, right? Dave? Yes. Was yeah. his name Dave? Yeah, I think Dave yeah. was his name. All Might's buddy from America? Yeah. The oh, scientist? Yeah, David Shield. That's yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, she's also one of the personalities from Rocks and Rune Lords, an old podcast we both used to be on. So I'm sure you know her from that as well. <laughs> Happy to be here. I'm excited. She's going to be our host for episode 100. Man, can you believe we are 100 episodes into this podcast? Nope. <laughs> it's nuts. What's really strange, too, is like we never record with video on. And tonight we are because we're doing this multiple choice thing. And it is another like call entirely to be able to see you react to what i'm saying <laughs> it's another thing entirely for me to see me so uh i, I tend to avoid mirrors especially to, i think my hair is as long as it's ever been in my entire life uh i so wish i had hair to grow I mean, yeah i've got enough for for at least two of us <laughs> <laughs> there you go for the listeners it is not that bad <laughs> it's if you'd seen me at my like the Adkins special, then yes, it is horrible. Like my general rule for the haircut is if I can wake up in the morning and my hair is displaced in any way because of having been slept on, it's time for a haircut. Or if I can't dry it by just doing that, it's time for a haircut. Oh. And now like some if I got into a fight, somebody could arrest my head by grabbing my hair. It's way too long. That's one way to think about it, that's for sure. Well, that's fresh on my mind because that came up in uh, what one of the DBZ things recently? I think that they oh. that that came up. Was it Broly? No, maybe. I think it may be Bojack. Bojack may hold somebody by the head and just punch him in the face. Yeah, it could be. There's no. lots of well, yeah. Piccolo grabs Vegeta for sure by the hair and Broly. Oh yeah, that's right. He does, and then he just drops him into that uh into that that city. God, yeah. that movie. What an interesting movie. So much fun. It's it's a shame you didn't like it. Like uh, you should have. I gave it a decent rating. You know what's funny is I was following up with someone that was supposed to review the movie with us, and they agreed with you. They were like, "That movie's a solid six out of seven. Yeah, I yeah, I still hovered at the five point five. But, yeah, uh, I was on the fence about a six. It was close. It was a tough decision. All right. Well, for episode one hundred, we've got a little bit of a breakdown. We'll give you real quick. We're going to do some multiple choice. And probably embarrass ourselves. <laughs> and then we are going to do some quirk assignments, which seemed really cool. The idea was that, you know, we put this form out there so our listeners could go and participate in episode 100. And hopefully uh, you were able to get your answers in. If you're listening now, we're sorry that you weren't able to. But we got a list of open discussion questions and quirk assignments where we're going to list off the name of a quirk. And then we, Adkins and I, will tell you what we think that quirk would be. And uh, multiple choice questions. And surprisingly, we had almost enough multiple choice questions to fill out like a full 25 question questionnaire. So oh, wow. thank you so much to everyone that participated. It really means the world to me. And I'm sure it does to Adkins as well. Like the, the community we have is the reason we keep doing this. So we really appreciate everyone uh, helping us out put together like an awesome episode. Agreed. I'm excited. Uh, even if, for the trivia bit, which I'm the least excited about, but still, there's a there's there's excitement there somewhere. Yeah, the quirk assignments and the open discussion stuff is really cool. I was there was a lot of like creative thought put into some of these, so I'm excited to get to that for sure. Uh, but why don't you say we go ahead and get kicked off with some multiple choice questions, Hannah? Sounds good. I'm ready to be the uh 
ringleader of your embarrassment. Well, before we do, <laughs> I'm going to need uh, oh. some beer to get me through this part a, of the... <laughs> of a refreshing the, uh, beverage. Yep, yep. I hope you, I, I assume you guys have got something, too, in celebratory yes. drinks. Yes, do. Absolutely. To uh, episode 100. 100. Cheers. Cheers. Hopefully they Congrats, can't guys. listen to us gurgling or drinking too much. You know, I think gurgle <laughs> is one of the uh, quirk assignments. It so, absolutely uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready to get decimated? Yes. Right, it's time for listeners. public humiliation. I think it was Queen Jess in the Discord that was like, I can't wait to hear them get all of the questions wrong. <laughs> well, let me tell you, she's not wrong. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. This first batch comes from Kevin from the Philippines. Hello, Kevin, and thank you. Question number one. How many minutes can Monoma handle copied quirks? Okay. A, five minutes. B, ten minutes. C. Seven minutes. D. There's no time frame, just number of times, which is five times. Five times? Uh, that's clarifying. I think they mean like five quirks. They can use the quirk five times or it's five quirks. Yeah, bet, five quirks. That's what I'm betting on. Yes. Because that's I what think I'm that's thinking too. Like because I think that's the right answer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say was answer D. <laughs> yeah. D. Yeah. Is it what is, right? is that correct? <laughs> what? No. Then it's A. Okay. What were yeah. the questions? We're off to a good what start. What were the answers? Y'all. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. I expected better. It's B. 10 minutes. Yep. Well, I can't say I'm I surprised. totally forgot Monoma's quirk. I, yeah. For some reason, I was like, yeah, I think he can hold so many quirks. Or like he can, it's not, it's like he uses it and then it's gone. But I guess it is a minute thing or a timed thing. All right. Well, hey. I know there at is least part we're both- of his quirk is he can only hold on to so many at a time, too, I think. But maybe it's one, and I'm just dumb. I mean, it has been a while since we've hung out with Monoma. We've been on a vigilante's kick, and I didn't prep for this. I didn't study my hero. Me neither. So, what would, you, how would, what would that look like? Rereading literally all of it? No, just you. like dumping the wiki into your brain. Yeah, no. all the spoilers and everything. Dang! Come on, slackers. All right, question two. I got to know. Question number two. Who says that Shoto Todoroki is the most handsome guy? In class okay, 1A. I know this one. A. Najiri Hado. B. Kaminari Denki. C. <laughs> Mina Ashido. Or D. Bakugo Katsuki. I, what was B again? B was uh, Kaminari Denki. Kaminari. Ooh. Okay. I really, I really wish that was again. the answer, but it's not. Adam, do you have your answer I ready? do too. So, uh, say the, the answers one more time for me. Okay. A. Najiri Hado, B, Kaminari Denki. Okay, I know my answer. All right, you ready, Atkins? Three, yep. two, one, C? Yep. Correct. Yes, okay. Ding, ding, ding. I was like, there's no Take way that, that Queen Jess. Like, you thought you had us. <laughs> no way Bakugo thought that, and I, I didn't think it was uh, Hado either. You know what, though? I would love for it to be Bakugo. <laughs> if secretly, deep down, Bakugo thought that. Like, there's God, the, listen the Todoroki guy. We we've God, talked about the shipping part off. of the internet. There's a part of the shipping part of the internet that has Bakugo and Todoroki um, paired up, hundred percent guaranteed. Oh, that's funny. The shipping part of the internet. Yeah, it's a thing. Like it's very strong in the My Hero world. Thing. Like it's hard not to run across some sort of ship in just the My Hero Academia Twitter feed or the uh, AMP Twitter feed. 
Okay, question three. The Mazinger High Karate Club appeared in what chapter of Vigilante? Oh my God. What a holy cow. You ready? A, 58. B, 48. C, 28. Or D, 38. Ugh. Ooh, man, that one's rough. That's I'm a just, hard question. I like I'm this question. <laughs> I got a 25% chance. You know, I, okay, all right. Cause I, I'm trying to think like, I don't place that happening too early on, but it's not too late either. All right, Adkins, you got your answer? Yeah. Three, two, one. I said B. I said D. D is correct. Hi. <laughs> I was thinking like, that seems really early, but I guess it wasn't. I guess the Naruhata Fest was pretty early. Well, and it happened more than once is the, the other complicating factor. And That's we, fair. I'm shocked that I got it even remotely right because I'm, I repressed the hell out of the first Naruhata stuff. It was awful. Or was that the Naruhata Fest? Was that maybe where the crab festival thing was happening with the crab lady? Because she was showing off karate stuff, wasn't she? Maybe, but that was different. That, was I'm that pretty different? sure that was part of the Naruhata Fest somewhere. Okay, okay. Even if I'm wrong, I still got the chapter right. At least he didn't ask what page (laughs) number it showed up on. It could get worse. He was moderately evil. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. We are now on to the next batch from Luke and Mark from Hero Notes. Oh, awesome. Oh, boy. Yay! They they know stuff. (laughs) They they actually know what they're talking about. Oh, gosh. They're about to show you up. (laughs) They're about to embarrass us, probably, yeah. Oh, dear. (laughs) They're going to ask us who such and such's real name is. I guarantee it. Question number four. What is the name of Makoto Tsukouchi? Okay, Makoto. Makoto Tsukouchi. I know what that is. I just need to hear it next to the right letter. Yeah, I'm thinking I just need to hear it next to the right letter, too, yeah. All right. A, lie detector. B, truth. C, polygraph. D, pulse. All right. Crud. I'm ready. Man, you sounded really confident a second ago. I, well, I didn't expect all the answers to sound basically the same because they're all effectively I'm, the I'm same sure word. Right. I think I'm relatively right, too. Three, two, one. C? Yep. C is correct. Woo-hoo. Yay! Good job. All right. Question number five. For the longest time, How she many numbered like, chapters oh, I know. did My Hero Academia Smash run for? Smash? Okay, mm-hmm. so that's the comic thing. And we, there's only five volumes. We've only covered two. So I'm going to look for a number that ends with a five or a zero. That's my best bet. Okay. That's, all right. that's just me Answers. assuming that they have the same number of chapters in all volumes, which is probably so not Ad- a great assumption, but that's Ad- what I'm working is like with. Helping me logic this out. What <laughs> are the answers? <laughs> all right. We've got A, 86. And- B, 91. Still no zero. C, 75. Oh. And D, 94. 75? That's too few, though. Yeah. That's too few. Okay. I've got my answer. Three, two, one. D. I said D as well. Correct. Yay. Ooh, good job. They t- nice. That, my logic almost did me in. Like, if there had been a 95, then I would have jumped on that. But 75 was too low. Yes, I agree. 75 was too low. Question six. Which class 1A student was the first in the whole class to have their hero costume appear on panel? 
Ooh, that's a hard one because we don't, at least, I mean, I haven't really read the anime in a long time. Hmm. Okay. So which class 1A hero had their costume show up on panel first? Correct. Oh, see, I feel like that could be interpreted differently too because are we talking about like the costume Deku's mom made? You know what I mean? That well, that ultimately would be, became yeah. his costume? Yeah, or? That, no, that would be, that would be, if you thought that that was the first 1A costume on panel, I think that that would be the right, you're thinking in the right time. Everybody kind of paraded yeah. out to that one spot all at once, or that, that was when we saw their hero their, costumes for the first costumes, time. I just yeah. don't remember who was at the front of that line. Yeah. All right. Give us the answers, Anna. All right. A, Katsuki Bakugo. B, Ochako Raraka. C, Tenya Ida. And D, Izuku Midoriya. All right. I'm going to help you out, Adam. Deku walked in last or very late. That's what I was thinking. I'm pretty sure it's not him. him. Unless, yeah, yeah. I don't think it is him either. I've got my answer. Okay. I've got my answer too. Three, two, one, B. A. Bakugo. A is correct. Dang! Who was B? Uh, Achako. There was some part of me that was thinking, like, I remember her, like, putting on her gloves or something like that and making a comment about, like, the outfit not being exactly what she was thinking of, like, it being tighter than she wanted. Now, my thinking was Midoriya was pretty late to that game, and it had to have been one of the big three uh, so I went with Bakugo. That was my yeah. reasoning. I did not actually that recall that. I'm not my my recollection is not as impressive as this trivia is making it seem like it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it for Luke and Mark. Thank you, Hero Notes and Pod. Yes, if you aren't listening to them. They're on a bit of a hiatus right now, but their backlog is ginormous, and they are yeah. they are great, great listen. So go and subscribe. Tell them we sent you. It's not going to get you anything, but it's it's fun. Yeah, they're great over there. All right. Next up, we have questions from Tomac. Big voice in the Discord. So his first question, at the time of the Underground Masquerade, he says it's in the Vigilante's flashback arc. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. What was the count of Rappa's undefeated streak? Oh, man, Adkins, you better get this one right. Oh, I'm pretty sure I will. It's Rippa versus Rappa. It's Rappa anything. I'm probably, I've got a good shot. <laughs> All right. So we've got A, 17, B, 26, C, 9, or D, 20. Oh, man, I was expecting one in the 30s. I was like, if it's in the 30s, I'm choosing it. But none of those are in the 30s. We'll go with 26, bud. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 26 was C? No, was, uh, that was, was, that was B. B. Yeah, yeah. I am going with 26. Okay. So three, two, one. Yeah, my, I'm going with D. I set you up for failure. <laughs> is it d d is correct <laughs> adam i just intentionally made laughing. you get one wrong uh well no that sounded i was like it's got to be in the, uh, the highest number because in my mind i just yeah he sticks out as having like this crazy rap i just remember it being an even number like a weirdly even number when we were reading through it what is kurogiri's quirk okay got this one too i just need to know the letter adam you feeling that confident uh, I know what it is, but I'm like, oh god! If you it's know like the other does. one, I know what it does. That's the problem. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure I know what the name is. All right, let's hear it, uh, Hannah. All right, we've got A, Black Mist, B, Gate, C, Warp Gate, and D, Shade. Okay, 
I'm ready. None of those were what I thought they would be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what were you thinking then? I was waiting for like a teleport. <laughs> oh, like just a flat out teleport? Just flat out teleport. Okay. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm going to go with this one. I don't think it's right. See, this is why I was I kept telling Hannah, I was like, we need to have a question that's worth like five or six points because I knew this would happen. <laughs> I mean, we're, are we competing? No, not really. I mean, we're just, All right. yeah, it's just goofy fun. Three, two, one. I said D. C. C is correct. Nice. Warp gate. Warp gate seemed too obvious, but not as, I don't know, tele, I don't know. Black Mist was, was, that was intentionally. Uh, misleading. Dis- yeah, yeah, deceptive. Well, good job. Whoever's question, that was Tomac. Tomac, Tomac. Got yeah. Me. Yeah. All right. Question number nine. What is Kamayan's actual name? All right, damn it, Tomac. Um, yeah, he's getting us on some good ones here. These are great <laughs> questions. Well, he knows. I don't know if he wrote these before I complained about this in the Discord, but I was like, somebody is going to ask us, what's the real name of such a such a character? And here, here we are. I kept joking that somebody's going to ask us, well, like, what Edshot's real name was. And I'm like, I don't freaking know. <laughs> but I'll have like a 25% chance of getting it right just by merit of it being multiple choice. I was hoping we were going to get a multiple choice question about how to pronounce Bakugo's name, just because that's been such an ongoing joke with us since like His episode one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, you mean Katsuki? Yeah. Yeah. Katsuki. <clears throat> we got it now, but we the know people it. that care corrected. about it the most aren't listening to us anymore. <laughs> they hear they hear episode one and they started counting yeah, they're out. and then they're like, ah, we're done. <laughs> they don't know what they're missing out on. All right. Are you ready for the answer? Yes. Yes. Okay. A. Jiro Hata. B. Kirihito Kamachi. C. Chuma Yakumaru. Or D. Ikajiro Takobi. All right. Adam, do you need, do you need a phone a friend oh, no. 50 50 on this one? No, no, no. I, I, I'm pretty certain the two that I want to choose between. I okay, know. Which, I feel like which two aren't I, you choosing, and why? I feel like because I'm not choosing A because I know he's not a Hada brother. Good. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because I feel like we've had that. Because I thought he was a Hada brother, and you were like, "No, he's not." Yeah, he's uh, not. I'm also not choosing C because, and I, don't, I can't tell you why. It's <laughs> just okay. because it's there's, it's either there's B a really or D good reason for me. that you shouldn't be choosing D though. Uh, what was D one more time? Ikajiro Takobi. There is a good reason, but I don't know what that is there. off the top of my head. That sounds like another character's name. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, with with this one. When you're ready, Adkin. I'm ready. Three, two, one. B. B. Correct. Yes. Why shouldn't I have chosen D? Ikajira Takobe is the um, it's the the squid octopus guy that hangs out with Hoenn Bros. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's right. He that was one. the uh, he was the one that uh, like the first person we saw on Trigger, I think. Yeah, the Octoid or whatever. No, no. Oct- yeah. is, Oct- is he the Octoid or is there another one that was the Octoid? No, there was remember. an Octoid one. Yeah, because that was a whole thing between Izawa and someone else. Like, no, you're an octopus. Yeah, no, yeah. He kept saying that he's a squid. Yeah, yeah. Not an octopus. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tomic. Ah, thank you, Tom. Now, I, we really appreciate your uh, your presence in the community in the Discord too. You're very vocal yeah. in here, and we we love that. It's awesome. Right, now we have one question from Marjo. 
Okay, she's a Twitter follower of ours. I don't think she's in the Discord. I don't think so. Maybe. I feel like maybe we've seen her in there once. Well, she sent us question number 10. We've got Nato Monoma from Class 1B mm-hmm. enjoys which kind of comics? Ooh, I oh. think I know this one. I'm pretty sure I know this one, actually. I don't think yeah. I do. This one, I, before looking at the answers, I want to say Italian. I don't know if that's even one of the answers, but... My God, I hope it's not, because I, I, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> all right, all right. It's not. Hannah's laughing. It's not. Italian's it's not. not in it. <laughs> Dang. It's not on the list at all. Okay. We've got A, Japanese, B, American, C, French, or D, Chinese. All right, I got okay. my answer. Yeah, me too. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. C. C. Correct. It wasn't Italian, it was French. Crazy. I don't know you why have, I thought Italian. You actually Italian. helped me out. Because, <laughs> like, I know, so, one of the 1A guys is big into manga. Is it, um, who is it? One of them is I, big I into thought manga. It, I thought it was uh, Kanji. Kanji? I think he's from 1B. Isn't he the guy that has the manga head? Like, doesn't he have, like, a manga panel oh, head? Oh, that's, is that manga Fukudashi? Manga Fukudashi. His name's not Kanji. I don't yeah. know why I thought it was Kanji. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Somebody in 1A is a big fan of like explicitly manga, and I can't remember who it is. Um, and then Chinese Rin uh, uh, in 1B is from China, I believe. And maybe that's where uh, Marjo threw that, that in there. But French, maybe, French was yeah. the, I think that was the better of the answers just by again i'm trying to process of elimination these things because <laughs> I, I don't remember anything okay guys so i have to tell you when you asked me to do this adam i said yes knowing that this would happen i predicted the future oh uh-huh. yeah this next crop of questions is from daniel aka ness oh from Rhode nice. island okay and there is a theme I like oh. themed questions. I, they have to be Manetta. Guess what themed. it is? Manetta. It's got to be Manetta. It's his grape god. <laughs> Marjo, thank you for the questions, by yes, the way. Yes, thank you, Marjo. Yeah. First right. Manetta question. Yep, here we number go. Number 11. What is the name of Manetta's quirk? We have A, Sticky Balls. B, Grape Rush. C, Pop Off. And D, Grape Juice. All right, I've got my answer. Got it. Three, two, one, C. C. Ding, ding, ding. Grape Rush is one of his super moves. Yeah, that was a good throw off, though. Like, for sure, I could have accidentally have guessed that. But I remember him, his named quirk just being so weird. Pop off. (laughs) I remember us spending so much time trying to figure out how the hell it worked early on. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think the first time we see it is whenever they're in the, um, uh, the, I want to call it Universal Studios, but it's the, uh, Oh, what is the the we name? See it first was... in the quirk, it's uh, quirk assessment stuff. Yeah, and remember you right. put two balls. They had to like run across the space so fast or something, and he was bouncing between the two balls. That's remember? right. Yeah, yeah. But then somehow they were sticky later, and we were like, okay, which one is it? And they yeah. explained it eventually. Here we go. Number twelve. Manetta has stated that doing this in the morning increases okay. the know stickiness the of his balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember this one too. <laughs> yeah. Of course you do. A, eating a full meal. B, taking a big poop. C, 
exercising, or D, sleeping in late. Okay, <laughs> Hannah, Adam and I, I'm yeah. pretty sure we both know. Do you know or, or do you care to guess? Well, she has the answer right in front of her. So. Oh, dang it. I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, I figured it out. Okay. I'm not going to lie. When I first read it, I was like, it's got to be this one. And I saw the answer and I you was mean right. This one? B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mean that one? Yes. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, how, many, I mean, how many points are you up to, Adkins? I'm not keeping score. I have oh, no idea. Okay. okay. I'm keeping it a secret All right. until the end. All right. Oh, oh, God. All right. I didn't realize. Like, again, I, I just thought that we were doing this for funsies, not competing. Well, it's not like we, either of us are going to win anything other than maybe the, the, the title on the podcast of who won. Okay. <laughs> we can razz each other for the next hundred episodes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to episode 200 where Adam tally. gets his redemption. Oh, dang. Throwing shade. Number 13. During the final exam, who was paired with Mineta to take on Midnight? <laughs> okay. I know it. Do you oh, know yeah, it right now, Adam? <laughs> I think I know it. I have two thoughts in my head. I'm going to have to hear the, the answers. Which Only is, one of them can possibly be right. Just so well, Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how multiple choice works. <laughs> All right, we have A, Hanta Cero. B, okay, Ojiro. I'm not even going to attempt that name. Uh, Yuga Aoyama. Is C and D Mezo Shoji. Shoji is the one I think that likes manga. Okay, yeah. Okay, I got my answer ready. Though. I think I've got my answer too. Three, two, one. I said B. You're wrong. Ugh. A is correct. Who was A? Saro. <laughs> uh, Hanta Saro. Saro. Okay, he was the other one I was thinking. I was thinking either Saro or Ojiro. I couldn't remember which. Yeah, it was Saro's. <laughs> Uh, because yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. Like, uh, Mineta ends up super jealous of Saro because Saro gets knocked out by Midnight's. Uh, That's right. Gas. Uh, not gas. What's the pheromone? Word I'm for? pheromone? Pheromone. There you go. Yeah. Kind of. It's like skin gas. I don't know. <laughs> it is kind of skin gas. They definitely make it seem like some kind of gaseous form. Yeah. It, yeah. Mineta ends up like wrapping up his face and doing a great brush on her. I think actually, uh-huh. and uh, clutching the uh, exam. <laughs> it's one of the few moments where like Mineta gets a moment that that matters or that is like meaningful where he really you know? shines in his yeah. own way yeah because he's kind of Mineta is kind of like the oolong you know of my hero like he's, he kind he's of there. is oh yeah. that's good I had yeah, never considered him in he's that there life for, but you're right. you know you know comedic you know little creepy vibes um he's kind but, of a Roshi though isn't he uh, he doesn't have that mentorship though that Roshi yeah. has Nobody has the perversion. That's true. But so does Oolong. Oolong, yeah. like, Ash, the, the giant wish-granting dragon for a pair of panties one time. I mean, and Oolong like, is literally introduced as being this, like, <laughs> this, this, like, dictator that he's is... a fascist pig. Yeah, that's making this town <laughs> marry their daughters off to oh him. Oh my gosh, so. Hannah, literally. <laughs> How have I never thought about that? You never thought about pig. that? You didn't realize no. that? He's no. literally in like a little fascist outform in the first Dragon I've Ball. I've never had that phrase, but that's hilarious. How have I never right? thought that? I can't believe you've never thought that. Well, there you go. I learned something today. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. a chauvinist pig, too, I guess. <laughs> is that the end of, uh, of Nessa's questions? It is. Ness, okay. thank you. 
<laughs> Thanks, Ness. Yeah. I'm glad that someone is out there loving Mineta because he does not get a lot of love. That's for sure. He doesn't. He, he does not. But Ness loves Mineta enough for the rest of anybody that cares to even give Mineta a second thought. So We are now on to the Queen Jess from New York. I've also been waiting for this one. Okay, so because... I haven't missed all of the questions, but I'm nervous now that I'm going to miss all of her questions. <laughs> 14. In the sports festival, during the Calvary battle, okay. which student was not on the same team as the others? Oh, boy. Say that one more time. Okay. In the sports festival, during the Calvary battle. Which was the second activity, so they were all paired in fours. Which student was not on the same team as the others? Okay. 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 So I guess you'll have to give us the answers for us to know, because assumingly all right. three of those people would have been on the same team. Okay. Okay, we have A, Bakugo, B, Kirishima, C, Kaminari, and D, Saro. Mm. That's a good question. That's a, that's not, I don't want to say it's hard, but it's been such a long time since I've seen that. Read me B and C again. B is Kirishima, and C is Kaminari. It's got to be one of those two. Hmm. Mm, do you want to? Do you want a hint? I can give you a bit of a hint. Do you remember? I remember one thing. Okay. And this one thing is a hint. Bakugo and Kirishima. I think their friendship started here because this was when they first realized that like their two powers really combined well. I think I'm pretty sure. Okay. So. All right. I think all right. I got my answer. Yeah. Three, two, one. I said C. I said B. One of us is wrong. C is correct. Yes. C is correct. Oh, yes, because Kirishima was with Bakugo when that happened, and so I was like, okay, if it's the two of them, it's got to be Kaminari. It's one of the. It's either Kaminari or Kirishima. I vaguely recalled Kirishima talking to Bakugo about how, or or vice versa, about how their you know Kirishima's hardening kind of protects him from some of Bakugo's blasts. But I I couldn't rem- I couldn't place that conversation or that connection. So I just yeah. I figured based on what your hint was that you were picking. Uh, C. And so I just went with the other one. That makes sense. That's fair. <laughs> Question 15. Which one is not one of Deku's moves? We have A. Oh, gosh. New Hampshire Smash. B. Manchester Smash. C. Delaware Detroit Smash. And D. St. Louis Smash. Okay. All right, I've got an answer. I do too. Three, two, one. A. I said B. Well, A is correct. No. <laughs> New Hampshire didn't sound right. I was like, I don't know about that one. The tables are turning. I'm striking out on Queen Jess's questions. I can't get all of. Tell me, she's got at least more than two. You've got one more. Yeah, one oh more God. chance, pal. Okay, one more. <laughs> I feel like I, I have a pretty comfortable lead if we're talking. If we're going to use that kind of language on Adam, so I can miss a couple questions and be fine. But we'll see. All right, sixteen in season two. Which student did not pass the final exam? A. Ayoyama. B. Koda. C. Ojiro. And D. Ashido. I'm ready. 
I was thinking of uh, the hero provisional license, and so I was thinking that it would be all the people not from one A, like the folks we wouldn't even no, know. This is this, but this is, is the um, the summer camp. This the is summer the, camp. The, the ones that failed that had to sit in the classroom with Aizawa and Vlad yeah. during the summer camp. That's right. That's I right. That. Ooh, that's a hard question. Uh... You want me to give you? I can eliminate one answer uh, for you if you want. I got an answer. I got an answer. All right, okay. you ready? Three, two, one. C. Nope. D is correct. Nice. <laughs> Queen Jess didn't strike me out. That was a, that good, was question. a good question. Yeah. Thank you, Queen Jess. We really appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. I really appreciated having you know, a challenge for Adkins. I, do, I mean, it's not like these haven't been hard. <laughs> Just these been actually hard. have all been really good questions. I think so, too. The next ones are from Kendra from the My Hero Academia podcast. Oh, awesome. Thanks, Kendra. I, they're, they've, I'm pretty sure they're way bigger than we are. <laughs> so it's oh, amazing like, that they way. pay attention to us at all. <laughs> the fact that they even know who we are is kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I, I have admittedly not listened to any of their stuff because they're way far ahead. And we're, I, I probably could start listening to Backlog, I guess. Um, they have a huge backlog. Yeah. 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 They're, they're big. They're, because I know time. I've, I've listened to a bunch of the of the first like 15, 20-ish episodes, I want to say, but I've not made it to, because I was listening to them when uh, we were recording. So I would listen to an episode that covered the same stuff that we covered, uh, but then I kind of trailed off. No, after we recorded. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought I caught you taking notes from somebody else's podcast. No, because then I would accidentally be using that material. That's so hard to get away from. That's like why I don't watch yeah. Team Four Star stuff before doing Kyo Cinema. I always watch after we've recorded because Same. then I don't accidentally steal their jokes. Yeah, so like I had to stop. I binged listen to Hero Notes, um, and then when I caught current with where they were relative to where we were, I had to stop. Like I was like, I can't listen anymore, or I start yeah. affecting my podcast. Um, and then I've yep. since then my podcasting queue has grown and. So I've got like that My Hero Academia pod queued up, but I haven't listened to any of their stuff yet. I need to. Now, I think we're the only podcast that does Vigilante stuff. I don't think I've listened to anyone no. else that does Vigilante yet. So I'm pretty sure My Hero Academia has done Vigilantes too. Have they? Okay, then I just mm-hmm. didn't get to that point. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, All right so these, go, these could be pretty tough. We'll see. I, I'm hoping. <laughs> okay, 17. What is Rocklock's real name? Oh God! Okay, Rocklock is that the guy uh, that can like do the weird air step thing? Yep. Well, okay. No, I mean, yes, he has to throw the things. The, like he can the lock discs things or in whatever. Place. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> I am not gonna get this one. <laughs> <laughs> you got a twenty-five to, uh, you know, you got a, you got at least got a chance. Twenty-five, twenty percent chance, depending on if it goes A through D or A through E at least got a chance that it's good comforting. it's comforting all right what are those answers okay a shinji nishia b sunagu hakamata <laughs> c samuel abraham and d ken takagi i am like so more inclined to juice c <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> you know what's fun it's like hannah thinks that she's getting some sort of retribution on you and me and really she's having to read all these names i know yeah i know it's horrible i'm just waiting for the reviews would you read d one more time ken takaki okay i think i've got my answer i'm ready to got it 
I went with D. I did too. Ding, ding, ding. Good Yay. job. <clears throat> I remember he ended up having like a really good backstory, didn't he? Like a yeah, wife I felt like that was in the hospital or something. I thought he ended up child. having a cool backstory, but I felt like we thought his quirk was kind of silly or something. I feel like we had something about him. We were like, well, that was weird. He was just like aggressive towards the children. Like Maybe that's the, what it was. Yeah. Like towards the 1A kids. He was very much against them. I, I want to say them being a part of the uh, raid on the Shia Hisaikai, which is where he featured the most the prominently most. to date. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This might be my favorite question so far. What color are Shigaraki's shoes? Oh, I know the answer. Wait, okay, Adam. Wait, I feel like he doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> so now I'm not sure. What do you mean? Adam, no, no multiple guess. Could you get this question? I mean, I'm going to guess gray. Red. Red? Shigaraki? Yeah. Okay. No, I wouldn't have guessed red. I mean, maybe. Am I right? I, Am what I are right, the- Hannah? He's yes. got red, red How did kicks. you know that? Because he has, the, I think there's a big thing about him and Midoriya having the same colored shoes, and Midoriya rocks red kicks. Oh. Really? Okay. See, not everybody can pull off a red shoe. I, yeah, I, no, I, I agree. Never worn a red shoe in my entire life. Hannah's got some red shoes that are pretty sweet. I would not have gotten that right. I don't know. What were the, what were the answers? I'm curious what was put. Blue, black, green, and red. I would have he chosen would black. black. I would yeah. have gone with black. Yeah. That's what he so, would have yep. He would be wrong. Yeah, he would have been. <laughs> I would have been. Yep. <laughs> okay. And question 19. What is Koji Koda's hero name? Oh, I, okay. I'll know it if I hear it, I think. I say that. <laughs> Wait, who do you think Koda is? Well, Koda's the guy that controls animals. I know who Koda okay. is. Yeah. It's Koda He's with kind a, of got the like fish Koda face. Yeah. All right, we have A, Dr. Doolittle, B, Anima, C, Zookeeper, and D, Hush. Now, the, the question is, what is his hero name, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, I'm ready. Ready? B. Yes. Yay, correct. We haven't seen a whole lot of Coda. I don't feel like he's had his shining moment yet, other than when he took out President Mike. Yeah, with, with bugs. With because, bugs. Because President yeah. Mike doesn't like bugs. But he didn't like and, bugs either. He yeah, had to like, overcome his fear. Yeah. Yep, it was a yep. cool moment. That was a that cool was moment a for movie. him. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I hope he's more prevalent in the... Uh, prevalent, is that the word? Is he uh, relevant? I prominent? hope he's more prominent. I, I mix those two. Uh, I hope he's more prevalent. That's the word I'm going to use for the next season. Because I like Coda. I like prominent. Yeah. Prominent's the right word there. I mean, prevalent's yeah. not wrong, but prominent right. fits better. Sure. Well, that's it for the submitted question. Oh, well, thank but... you, Kendra, from the My Hero yes, Academia thank podcast. You. Thank you so much. Yes. So I think we had a total of 25 questions that you ended up coming up with, right? Right. That was 19? That was 19. Okay. For how long does Midoriya train to inherit All Might's quirk? I mean, hell, he's still training for it, really. <laughs> <laughs> he's it's not got it figured out. <laughs> okay. Is he still making his hands purple? Occasionally, uh-huh. I would say okay. he is. We have A, one year, B, 10 months, C, two weeks, D, six months. Now, I'm guessing they're talking about from the time he starts training until the day of the test he when the he hair. eats the hair. Yeah. 
Yeah. I believe that's what they're saying. I have my answer. I don't think I'm right. I don't but... think I'm right either. Three, two, one. <laughs> D. I said D two. <laughs> was it C? I... Two weeks? Yeah. No. Was it longer than that? I Ten did months. not. Ten months. I did yeah. not think it was that long. Wow. It was longer than I remember it being. I would have guessed like honestly, I thought it was closer to three months. Well, two weeks is too short for the physical transformation that he underwent. That's and what then, I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. I thought 10 months just seemed like a weird number. I thought that it would have been more round, but what do I know? Apparently nothing about that question. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't train long enough to prepare to eat a, uh, a strand of All Might's hair. That should have been the real answer. I'm still shocked oh. at like how quickly he ingested that and it kicked in. Because he eats the hair and a couple hours later he breaks his arms and his legs using the quirk. So I'm always kind of like, when I think back to that, I'm like, wow, it was pretty quick onset, really. True. It's gross. It's, it is gross. It could have been grosser, though. Could have been a lot grosser. It could have been Aizawa's hair. Do you think Aizawa's okay. hair is like naturally you, more dirty than that? All Might's? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Okay. 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 Back off. <laughs> I'm sorry. We I both can took see you getting a little bit, you know, offended here. No. Uh, <laughs> I can't throw I hands at I do. in this podcast and not expect some pushback. He's a great character, but he does look like he never sleeps and showers. He's always sleeping, though, because he's always got his sleeping bag. I know, but he looks like he never sleeps. Because <laughs> he's too busy training. His eyes are just, you know, he's got the bag. Unshaven. He looks like he hasn't showered. <laughs> you know? Yeah, okay. All right. He's, just, he's got, um... oh, what did you call it? Dirty piece of shit energy. <laughs> okay. Isn't that what you said? I don't know. Wait, I Adam that? said that about yeah, Aizawa? About... No. <laughs> I would have never said that about no, Aizawa. No, no. It was about the guy on Impractical Jokers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is a guy on Impractical Jokers. That that's he... just kinda... I think I said Dirty Bastard. Like He's just oh, kind of got I'm Dirty sorry. Bastard energy. I thought energy. you called him. <laughs> <laughs> I took and it too it just far. just made it worse. I know. Yeah. I really did. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Question 21. Who is the youngest student in class 1A? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know that I know any of their ages. Not really. Me neither. Especially not in comparison to each other. Although I feel like there was a thing about Ashido being one of the older students for some reason. Like, I want to say her and, and Kirishima were held back or something like that. Or maybe they're just from the same previous school. Like, they knew each other from beforehand. Well, let's find out. All right, we have A, Midoriya, B, Bakugo, C, Shoji, and D, Mineta. I got my answer. I, I don't know that I'm right, but I'm picking one. C, Shoji. It's either C I'm or D. A. C is correct. Woo! Oh, Shoji's the youngest? Wow. I, I was thinking to myself, like, it couldn't have been one of the main, main characters. I don't know I why it, I thought that, but yeah, yeah, I wouldn't see why not. But I guess maybe if it were Midoriya, that would have been a more emphasized point at some point. But yeah, I can't recall. I just made a guess. I thought Mineta. I was thinking Mineta initially. Yeah, <laughs> Mineta feels like bait. It does. That's the reason I didn't choose yes. Mineta. I was like, he can't be the shortest and the youngest. No author right, would right. do that. I mean, it is kind of. I don't know. He just he looks like a baby. Exactly. Every time I see That's it. what I'm saying. Wearing a diaper. That was bait. 
His costume is a diaper. That's right. It looks like a diaper. I think it's supposed to be like a bowl or something, but I'm not 100% sure. What do you think like his uh, use case is for his lower half of his outfit? Because it doesn't really play into his powers at all. I have no idea. Maybe he's supposed to be a bowl full of grapes. Oh, yeah, maybe that is what it is. Oh, that, that makes sense. Hard. Okay, he's a bowl of fruit. That's canonical in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> I have never, ever looked at him that way, but I see it. All right, number 22. In the video, Izuku Midoriya watches constantly as a child. How many people does All Might save at once? Oh, that's a oh good God. question for something we talk about a whole bunch. Yeah, as many times as we've seen it, I still have no damn idea. So, <laughs> I feel like it's got to be like 28. No, that's silly. <laughs> that's too many. That's silly. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Those are Goku numbers, man. <laughs> Are Goku numbers. No, he would accidentally get everyone killed and then be like, let's go fight somewhere where there's no one no, around. You're right. He'd be like, go ahead, power up and kill all them. Dude, in Super Android 13, Goku rescued like 22 people at the same time. I counted. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, that's right. That was initially, though. Really? And then he was proceeded to fight them in the city before Trunks was like, hey, we should leave. Okay, to be clear, Goku didn't fight the 22 people that he rescued. No, he fought the androids. Yeah, no, I did. I did. He fought the androids that attacked. Right, right. He would also not care because he'd just wish them back. He's always got that in his back pocket. You are making Goku seem like very dark and (laughs) just like flippant. He is. He's not the most genuine main character, I don't think. As much as I love Dragon Ball Z. I don't know. He's he's always pretty quick to get people out of town. This is the one time where Trunks was like, hey, don't you think we should do the thing that you always do? Well, in movie Goku is very different from TV show Goku. <laughs> they're, they're like two different entities in, in themselves, I feel like. Anyway, let's go back into my hero. <laughs> he's a great hero. He's a horrible dad. Yeah, there's discussion to be had there. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for your answers? Yes. Okay. We have A. Ten. I forgot what the question was. <laughs> How many, oh, how many people did All Might save? That's right. All Might rescuing large numbers of people. Okay. A, ten. B, six. C, three. And D, fifteen. Got my answer. I think I have my answer, too. All right. Three, two, one. I said A. I said C. A is correct. No. How many was A? 10? 10. He had 10 I was thinking bodies bot- just stacked up on his back? I was thinking like two on each shoulder and then like a handful or three under each hand. You know what I mean? Like, See, I thought that that visual looked too ridiculous, so I went with three where it was like <laughs> one under each arm and one holding onto his neck or something. Question number 23. How far does Midoriya throw the softball on the first day of class the first time? Okay. The first time? The first time. Mm-hmm. We have A, 46 meters, B, 67 meters, C, 705.3 meters, and D, 705.2 meters. I got it. I got it, too. Well, I have an answer. I don't know sure. that I'm right. Right, right. Uh, three, two, one. A. I said A as well. Correct. Yay. And then he beats Bakugo by, like, point one when he does exactly. it the second time. I remember he, like, the first time around, he just expects his quirk to do something, I think. And then it's like, womp womp. Do you remember what Ochako's <laughs> score was? 
Wasn't it like infinity? Because she just yeah just levitates <laughs> it into the air. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. I love it. <laughs> Are we on the last question? Is this twenty five? Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Who got number three in the midterm rankings for class one A? I'm assuming academics. Okay. I want to say yes. Probably. But I'm not sure. Okay. We have A. Todoroki. B. Mineta. C. Bakugo. And D. Ida. All right. Okay, I've got an answer. Three, two, one. B. Mineta. I put B as well. The Grape God. Incorrect. What? Dang. I knew he was sneaky smart, so I figured it was worth a guess. Who was it? Bakugo. He came in third in academics? I don't remember that. I mean, Bakugo's not dumb. He's not dumb, no, but I didn't think he was that high. Because I feel like there was, uh, like, for some reason, I was thinking Mineta was definitely in the top five. So that was why I went with him. Well, he may have been. I just remember there was a big to-do about how people were shocked that he ranked as high as he did, but it didn't mean that he was in the top three. It was just a guess. That's true. Here we go. Last question. Which character scores less than Midoriya on the UA entrance exam? We have A, Shiozaki, B, Tetsu, 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 C, Kendo, and D, Ida. Shiozaki's the uh, uh, horse-headed lady. The dr- oh, she's the druid. Okay, who was think- C? <laughs> Kendo. Kendo's big hands. Yep, I, I think Shiozaki's Kendo. the druid lady, the vine-haired lady. Okay, all right. Did I think you just say big hands. Yeah, Kendo yeah. just has big hands. Her hands get That's big. Her That's her thing. Yeah. What? That's her quirk. Dude, I watch my hero much. <laughs> all right, three, two, one. I said C. I said D. Incorrect and incorrect. Oh, wow. Who was it? I picked this question just so I could say the answer is Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. (laughs) Was it really? That's awesome. (laughs) Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. So Adam got more right than me, eh? If he had 13 out of 25. (laughs) Let me count them. If he had 13, then the answer is yes. You had 15. Oh, we both could have gotten the same ones right. Yeah. I gotcha. Man, you beat me by two. See, if we had had a three-point tiebreaker, I, I, I would have had a chance. <laughs> you didn't need it as bad as you thought you might, though. <laughs> I didn't. No, you're right. Are you that butthurt? <laughs> no, I'm not at all. That was a lot of fun. Good job, Atkins. Yeah. Oh, well, Bravo, that, thank you, uh, Hannah, for both moderating and uh, to all the people who submitted and Hannah for picking extra questions so that we padded out to 25 so that I could win. <laughs> this will be held over my head for the next three years while we make it to episode 200. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Our six-year anniversary, I'll try to defend my title. Yes. Man, oh, that's gosh. awesome. Maybe, maybe by that point, we'll have like a live panel. It'll be you and me and a whole audience. At a con. That would be a cool. whole audience of two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can and I still moderate? One of them, Max being the other. That would be awesome. Yes. Dream. Those are goals. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On to our next section. So we just finished up the multiple choice. This is actually going to be something I thought was really cool. Adkins, I think this might have been one of our listeners' ideas. I want to give this over to Busta. Yeah. Uh, He came up with an idea of like, hey, what if we were to 
give you the name of a quirk and then you and Adkins decide what that quirk was. So that's what we went with and we decided to call it quirk assignments. Uh, so Hannah, if you want to go ahead and give us the first listener and their quirks, Adkins and I will just uh, we'll sail through these. We'll breeze through them and talk about what we think. Some of these are pretty out there. Okay. Yeah, some All of these right, were pretty hard. Got, we have got a crop of these from Kevin from the Philippines. Awesome. Thank you, Kevin. The first one is LSS or Last Song Syndrome. Ah, see, I had a hard time coming up with anything for this one. Uh, Adkins, I'm curious. I came up with one, but I want you to go first if you don't care. So I actually ended up Googling Last Song Syndrome to see if it was a real thing, and it is. Oh, Um, I did not do that. So my answer is not going to be nearly as educated as yours. (laughs) Oh. Well, apparently it's like the, I don't know if it's like in the DSM or whatever, um, but it's that that phenomenon that happens where the last song that you heard is kind of stuck in your brain for oh, yeah. long periods of time. Like an earworm. Oh. Yeah. Dang. Maybe I should have gone with that angle. That would have been good. Oh. Um, like a worm that comes out of your ear. Uh, anyway, I didn't do that. Yikes. I struggled with that one. It was actually one of the last ones that I put an answer down to, uh, down for. So what I ended up putting down was that uh, the person who has the last song syndrome quirk talks kind of like Bumblebee from the Michael Bay Transformers movies, where like he can only oh, that's cool. y- use words from whatever the last song was that he heard. Because not all these quirks are going to be great. Like, Yeah, no. Wow. In know. fact, some of these quirks for me were villainous, including this one. Last oh, song boy. syndrome for me, I didn't look anything up to find out if it was a syndrome. I'm not that smart. I just was like, last song syndrome, that's got to be something ridiculous. So I made up a villain quirk. Uh, the idea being that this person could use the last song syndrome quirk to control people, and when they were done with them, that person was left uh, deaf. Oh, interesting. So it's like the last thing they ever heard was this person controlling them by singing. I don't think I included that part. The The yeah. user would have to sing to control people. Those people are either left like deaf or like brain dead. Like there's some, it's the last song that they ever yeah. they hear That's in some cool. way. I like that. It's like some sort of cr- like siren yeah yeah kind of like a siren yeah 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 so i like that that was pretty good yeah what's the next one hannah all right we've got equalizer oh yeah this one i like a lot uh so i'm gonna go real quick if that's okay because i think mine's a little obscure you know how in the x-men comics domino is a character that is all based on luck like it's just 100 percent luck based right Uh the equalizer would do the opposite of domino take the luck out of everything nobody is lucky if if the equalizer is around Luck is not a factor. You better be damn good at what you're trying to do. Oh, that's super interesting. Um, I was worried that you were going to land in the same place that I did when you mentioned Marvel Comics because uh, I just wrote next to this one in my notes that uh, it made me think of Darwin, which was a uh, an X-Man or at least a mutant for a period of time who basically his body adapted to whatever... A situation or circumstance that he was in yeah that was who they um, left behind in the tv show wasn't it like in the first episode i don't remember i remember that he got done dirty in one of the x-men live action movies um by mephisto i want to say but, yeah um i had it in mind that he it was basically like this uber defense quirk where you basically put him as your your frontline defender in whatever quirk is thrown at him he's able to basically counter so he's like a oh that's cool uh, and he in an evolving kind of shield maybe not much on the offensive side of things but um basically can negate a quirk on the field in a way that isn't like aizawa's that basically like counters it huh. what i would 
I like that. So like if someone attacked you with ice, you could return an attack with fire of some kind. Yep. Man, that's cool. I like that. I do too. I like that we both kind of went the X-Men route too. That's that's funny. (laughs) Yep. All right. His next one is Forget Me Monot. Okay, this one I went with eidetic memory. Um, That's like having a photographic memory. Um, Maybe not great as far as like, uh, you know, battles that we're typical, uh, you know, accustomed to seeing goes, but great for like detective work. That's pretty cool. I, I went down the thought process of like Inception, the ability to put thoughts into people. Ooh, you're so invasive with your stuff. <laughs> I know. Ew. I don't know why. Maybe I'm the real villain here. And in, in <laughs> all this episodes, you've been talking about how you'd be the villain. Maybe it's really me. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dang. I was thinking again of, of uh, Taskmaster a little bit. Here. Taskmaster, um, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of... I thought of Taskmaster initially with Equalizer. Um, but yeah, I can see why you would say that with Forget Me Not. Yeah, Taskmaster's... There's a uh, a mini series of his, ah, man, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it, it, in it, it talks a little bit more about how his memory works, and it it made me think of like it could work that same way here. So Taskmaster only has finite memory, so think of him like a thumb drive if you want to, for simplicity's sake. Only so much memory on that stick, and so as he learns new things, he has to forget Discard others, old things. Yeah, yeah, and so that mini series is it, it plays with that concept some and it's super good um yeah fantastic and that's what you know i, I didn't think about like drawbacks for all these quirks but for forget me not it would be it's like the more things that you lock into your memory the more you have to let go of finite space i like that oh. that's pretty cool what's next up on the list all right we have one more from kevin and it is mood swings so when I heard this one, my first thought was, um, I think his name is Jack Jack, like from The Incredibles, where like he, okay. he just goes through all these different powers. I like the idea of something like that with mood swings, like you have an, a, a power or a quirk that's associated with your mood, and maybe you're not the best at controlling them. So you kind of never know quite which power you're going to get. You like cycle through five or six. I went with like a, this is a shitty quirk. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> with this one. <laughs> So for mood swings, he's just a giant mood ring. Like you oh, can God. tell exactly how he feels <laughs> because of the color of his skin. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, not great. I love that. Yeah. Just I like, oh, that. you're red. I know what that means. Uh, or you're black. I know what that means. Like, you, like or you're yellow. Whatever the, all, the, all the colors are. You just, you know how he feels about any given situation because his color or his skin color changes based on his emotions. He's just a giant mood ring. That would be a horrible quirk. Like you would never would. be able to conceal how you really feel about anything, right? Unless, right. Well, Listen, I mean, like I guess I said, they would have not to know all your these quirks are great. They'd have to know your color scheme, right? So uh, as long as that doesn't come with like a printout when you're born, you're safe. <laughs> well, I think over time you could you could you could figure work it that out. out. Yeah, that's fair. I that like was that, fun. Though. It works for an anime, doesn't it? Yeah, that does work for an anime. <laughs> that could be an entire anime, actually. Yes. <laughs> 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 all right, we have some from. Uh, Mike, aka Buster Knuckle from New Jersey. Right, and up, his Buster? first one is Flipside. Adkins, I want to let this you go one, on this one. Oh, because you had a hard time with this one too? I'm um, actually blanking on what I thought about for this one. <laughs> oh, see, I took notes. So um, there's a phrase, a colloquialism called Catch You on the Flip Side, which goes back to like when you had cassettes that had an A side and a B side. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And so initially I was trying to figure out a way to make that work, to play on that colloquialism. But the problem with that was it felt like I was trying to make it circumstantial and not inherent as a quirk, um, where it was like, the guy can never be the pro hero. He's always going to be a sidekick. He's always going to be, you know, uh, number two to everybody's number one or whatever. Um, but in, in, I didn't like that because, it, like I said, it felt circumstantial. So I went with, um, this is a guy who, uh, or a gal, who has just extremely high dexterity, like Olympian-level athletic um, gymnast capabilities, uh, and, and that's about it. It's, I, I couldn't get super creative with it. It's just that they have the ability to be very dexterous um, and, and mobile, I guess. Kind of like the, uh, uh, oh gosh, what was his name? In the new Peacemaker TV show, he was like ninja or something very obvious. Dragon. You talking about the little green dude? Yeah, the little green dude. Oh, he was like, yeah, Kung Fu Master or something Something like that. Something like that, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I remember what I had for Flipside. It's a little ridiculous. It's definitely not like pro-hero material, I don't think. It would be cool, I guess, to come up with something like that. But do you know the flip challenge? I think that's what it's called, where you like flip, flip a down. bottle in the air and uh, you have yeah. to land it okay. on its one side. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. that quirk. You just always get to choose what side things land on. <laughs> oh, I kind of like that. Dang, yeah. that's really good. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing that I came that's up super with. Super good. Yeah, that beats the crap out of mine. So, I mean, you're, yeah, yeah, that's really I mean, good. it's not Man, pro hero level, I don't think, but Two Face, like the Batman character? Oh, <gasps> yeah. He could just always choose. Wait, or is oh, his I coin guess, scratched up on both sides? You know, I think his coin. He he typically will like flip it, and then if it's not what he wants, he flips it on his hand. Right, flips it again. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, you know, he's saving himself time. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being a uh, competitive Pokemon card player with that. You oh could, yeah, because you know, a lot of those cards are like, if you flip heads, then this takes place. You yeah, can, like, yeah, yeah. Flipped heads every time. So you could use that in a lot of really cool ways. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, I hadn't considered be one I, hell of a hustler. Yeah, you could. I hadn't considered it from that perspective. Yeah, I like it. All right. I'm really excited to hear what you guys have to say about this one. I bet you are. (laughs) Hot to trot. (laughs) Okay. Mine's really dumb, but I kind of like it. It the ability to leave behind your footprints. So when you're walking, or if you're on if you're riding like an animal, like a, a horse or something like that, you can transmit your quirk through this you leave behind footprints and they exist for a certain amount of time and then they disappear like they're lit up so people could find you you could use it to do trails or something i don't know there's like no application to it but when you're walking it leaves behind your footprints yeah i so i started in that direction trying to think of like what would be the the benefit of or you know just what would it be like if somebody had a quirk where they're the just the soles of their feet were like magma levels hot um, but I didn't like that. Uh, and Hannah didn't like it apparently either. Cause she was giggling and laughing at what your submission was. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it made me, Hannah this- was excited for us to talk about this because hot to trot usually means like ready to have sex at any moment. Um, that's not, no, that's not where my head was. That's okay. Um, I was thinking like stupid horses and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, showing sorry. off i didn't mean to put put that on you my bad um, no you're good no, but you're i good. i definitely wanted to avoid that because <laughs> it's not that kind of anime so um i went with this is a person who's just ready all the time so doesn't need to stretch literally a kind of like zero to 60 miles an hour oh, uh, like a minute man of, 
like the Minuteman concept. Like we're ready to go within a minute. But even yeah, or, more yeah. than that, like they're just even always faster. on the go. Yeah. Doesn't have to stretch. Doesn't have to warm up. It's just peak performance all the time. That's actually really cool. I mean, you, you and I were talking the other day about Koichi's flow state. Imagine having this hot to trot quirk where you could just immediately be in the flow state all the time. That would be pretty It'd cool. Be good. Yeah, I like that. So I have one. Oh yeah, you for have hot to trot. you have one for hot to trot. I do. All right, I want to hear I it. Do. So, do you remember the movie Onward? No. The little blue guys. Oh yeah, nope. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, From uh, was it Pixar or DreamWorks? It was yeah. It was Pixar. Was it Pixar? Yeah, yeah. So do you remember that the mom had a boyfriend and the boyfriend was the police chief, but he was also a centaur? I don't remember that. Was that movie called Onward? Onward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I know which movie you're talking about. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I imagined it would be really cool to have a quirk where if you needed a quick exit, you could just sprout like a centaur body and <laughs> trot away. <laughs> That transformation. Or maybe you just are a hot centaur. Yeah, I like that. You're like just that a centaur, too. a physically no, like attractive centaur. That's good. That's good. All right. What's the next quirk? Ooh, the next one is GM or Game Master. Oh yeah, I liked this one. I, I came up with something pretty neat. What did you, What did you come up with, Atkins? <laughs> so I went with this person. Either has to narrate everything all of the time, or has everything that he does narrated for him all the time. Kind of like oh. um, that one Will Ferrell movie that he was in oh. where... Is that Running With Scissors? Was... No. No. I don't remember what it's called. But it, it, like everything that he does, like he, ha- he hears narrated. Yeah. So either he's the narrator or he's the narrated. So I came up with two for this one, kind of like you did. Although they're not similar in the same way that yours are. My first thought was it would be really neat if this was someone that had a die that was like just tied to them somehow. So they say this is going to happen. This is what is going to take place. They roll the die. And then if it's a success, quote unquote, it does take place. Right. So they could have nat 20s and nat 1s just like when you're playing D&D. My other thought was it would be really cool if this was more like, uh, you know how Naruto, they have that type of ninjutsu that like tricks the mind into thinking it's doing something when it's really not. Uh, Genjutsu. Yeah. I think think it's called Genjutsu. Yeah. What if it was like that? So like they go into a scene and then all of a sudden walls come up around everybody and you are in a D&D game and they are Uh, like actually facilitating. Yeah. I, I wrestled with the dice thing primarily because I couldn't figure out what would be the standard for success and failure i like the idea of there being hidden stats that the gm can see so he could look at you and see that your intelligence is like a 14 but maybe like your strength is a seven you know what i mean like how cool would it be if he could just see people's stats that way he could be rolling the die for them effectively that was kind of my thought process yeah okay that makes it way better it's a really controlling quirk too right but like you're not necessarily going to be the one maybe doing the fighting you're controlling what other people are doing based off the die you roll so i thought that was kind of a kind of an interesting concept yeah i dig it i dig i dig it after a little bit of clarification yeah yeah (laughs) i'm pretty sure this next one i've got the list up so i'm looking at them this next one really threw me for a loop for a while (laughs) no i love this one i love my answer to this one it's great that movie is called stranger than fiction that's right stranger than fiction yep yeah okay the next quirk is always a bigger fish Do you want me to go first on this one, Adkins? Yeah, go ahead. 
All right, this is ridiculous. The first thing I thought of was that this person, this individual, can can shoot fish from their wrists, and the fish only ever get bigger. Like every successive fish is constantly bigger. That's until they stop exactly for like a period of time. So like you know, like they're shooting fish out of their wrists, they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and the the detriment is that they maybe they don't heal very easily, so the fish are coming out of some kind of wound, kind of like Wolverine's uh, blades, right? So if they use their quirk too much, these wounds get really big, and then they have to recover. They have a longer recovery period. It's like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, because he does... Yeah, yeah. It's like like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, but with fish, and they get bigger. So I had a similar kind of thought. Mine was this, this poor, unfortunate soul literally could produce fish kind of like momo could yeah um but they all they get successively larger but at a after a point it loses its utility because the fish that they're producing becomes so large that it's just there's the efficacy the utility is completely gone so they might be they might have a utility early on and like maybe even in the mid-range for like slapping people with fish like monty python used to do um but then, like, it gets to a point where it's just like, dude, we don't need a big ass fish, please. But see, that's where in my mind, like, maybe they wouldn't be used in the field for combat, but maybe they're taken to a place that uh, just had a natural disaster and they need to replenish the food source. Yeah, I think that that's fine. But the, yeah, that's it's funny that you and I ended up basically the same, <laughs> the same place. place. Only mine yeah. doesn't mine doesn't restart. It's just like the way that I had it in my head is like it only ever gets bigger. So in your mind, can they choose which fish they're about to generate? Because that cause like. In my my initial thought process, it was, it was the same fish. Like, whatever unlucky individual has this quirk, they don't get to choose the fish. It's just a fish. And that particular species of fish continuously gets bigger. But what if they could choose, would, like, make a swordfish for fighting and then maybe make a guppy for, I don't know, whatever you could imagine. I would think the, the way that I was thinking about it was, I guess, that's this is way more thought than I put into this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you're putting me on the spot. So I would think that the way that I would frame this is he he can choose the fish so long as the fish that he's choosing based on where he is on this quote unquote size chart is bigger is no is 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 applicable to that species of fish. So he can't be like, I'm on like an 87 pound fish. I want a goldfish. Like, I don't think that he could do that. You know? OK, that makes sense. Man, this would be a great quirk for like a sushi master. It would be. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. He could go into business for himself. For himself. I, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. I think that's everything from, from Busta Knuckle. Thank you, Busta. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Busta. I hope it was everything that you hoped it would be. Next up, we have one from Luke and Mark from Hero Notes again. Oh, awesome. And this one is called Bus Seat. Oh, yeah. I'm stumped on this, you guys. <laughs> I came up with one, but it's really out there, so I'm curious to hear what Adkins says. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go first, I guess, for this weird quirk. Uh, so what I did with this one, thanks, Luke and Mark. Um, I feel like you intentionally gave us one that is just asinine <laughs> to see how we would respond. So I wrote that this one is kind of like the Thomas the Tank Engine quirk. In that it's just totally unfortunate. Oh, this person's just a bus seat? Just a bus seat. And they're currently (laughs) incarcerated for using it in extremely pervy ways on public transit. Oh, that's hilarious. I like that addition. (laughs) This individual 
is like one of those uh, credit card readers that get stuck on a credit card reader. It's like a seat that's over another seat, and they're just pretending. Yeah. Dang. Or or he works. He just by happenstance, or you know, he gets the cork early. So I don't know. Gosh, if he just is the seat. So now I'm having. Now I'm way. Does over it have this. legs and arms and he a turns, face? He he turns into a seat when he's young. And then for, for my ba- little backstory where he's incarcerated because he's impersonating a bus seat and having people sit on him, um, <laughs> if, if that's how this is working out, then he, he somehow manages to talk a bus company into being employed by them. And he has to switch out real bus seats and then take their place for the next day's run. It's a lot of work. It is, but... I I mean maybe he thinks the reward is worth it for not always a guarantee on. of getting the person you want to sit on you to sit on you. That is true. <laughs> That's a yeah. risky course, <laughs> man. It's a high risk, high reward kind of job impersonating a bus seat. Mine did not even go near that. So in my mind, <laughs> I hope it doesn't, man. In my mind, I don't know why. My first thought was bus seats are disgusting, right? So this individual would have a quirk that allows them to like be a carrier for all kinds of disgusting germs and bacteria and viruses and stuff, but not actually be infected. So they could carry all these things, but then they themselves wouldn't even know. They may not even know they have a quirk, right? Like they, there's no signs. They just don't get sick. I dig it. I understand what you're thinking was. I I like it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. And your guy probably doesn't end up in jail, but he's just, uh, like an evergreen patient zero for yeah, everything. For everything, yeah. You don't like everyone around him is always sick, and they have no idea why. Yeah, and he has no. And idea. He has no idea. He's like, God, people just don't want to be around me. They're just everyone's always sick. Either that, or everyone around him have like incredible immune systems after about a year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy that you send your kids to when you want them to have chicken pox because he definitely has it. He definitely has it. Aww. Yes, including all of the other things that you don't want your kids to get. <laughs> Y'all yeah. are gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for this one, we didn't have much choice. No. What would I you have done it. with bus seat, Hannah? Try to be not gross for the court called bus seat. Go. Okay. Okay, fine. The quirk is that you turn into a bus like the cat in uh, My Neighbor Totoro. Or the cat, cat in Vigilantes. Or was it oh, yeah, there was, a, there was a cat in Vigilantes that turned into a bus. He was literally a bus. Because Ida's brother chased him down with Koichi. Guess what? Not gross. But that doesn't... What is this, where does the seat factor in that? You're well, avoiding maybe, the gross maybe part. Maybe on his back, <laughs> it like, forms into bus seats. Like, very I don't know. You are intentionally trying to avoid the word in that quirk's name that makes it necessarily gross. <laughs> I know. all right what's up next on the list next we have one from marjo awesome and it is called push and pull hmm all right this one made me kind of think of magnes court yeah that's exactly what i was thinking of too um so i i kind of riffed on that where it's a cork that causes an equal and opposite reaction so that the options are to either push something away from you but that also pulls something towards you at the same force that you push the thing away or vice versa. You, you pull something towards you and then something flies away from you with the same force. 
Huh, I like that. I think I was thinking, um, I don't know why, I kind of was thinking more like Avatar of the Last Airbender, where like maybe this is a um, water-based quirk, so you could push and pull kind of like the tide does, like the moon does to our oceans. That's kind of what I was thinking of. Like just not even a big quirk, but you can push and pull water back and forth. Yeah, I like that too. I like mine better, but I like yours, yours is a lot better. <laughs> I was trying to not just mine like... has that again. It's like high risk, high reward. I want to throw something at this bad guy that's going to hurt them. What's coming at me with the same force? So in your mind, do and they have control over that? Over the thing that comes at them? Yeah, yeah. So could they like, for instance, if I had that quirk and that was the defining factor and I did have control, I would almost always keep some kind of fish line on me trailing like just a really simple weight. Or something, something <laughs> light. You know what I mean. That way, yeah. I could always choose that. Well, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that it would be uh, if I'm married to the equal but opposite. That if you, so it's mass related. Uh, so if I send something of mass X away from me at speed X, then something of mass X and speed X comes at me. So from the surroundings, something, and it might not even reach me um, based on distances and stuff, but something. <laughs> pulls makes its way towards me that would be that would lead to some really interesting i think uh like phenomenas you know what i mean like some yeah. some scientists would just be like why is this thing moving what is happening why right. what is going or, on yeah or it could just be a human being <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know? what is pulling me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh right we have one from our buddy ness and it's graveyard shift. Oh, I like this one. There's a lot too. of cool applications. I feel like with that name. What did you What did you think of Atkins? Uh, so I'm pretty sure Ness works a graveyard shift. I think he does. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I went kind of literal with this. Um, so uh, graveyard shifts allows him to relocate dead bodies, and he becomes employed by construction companies to avoid building things on old Native American graveyards. Oh wow! And employed by archaeologists because then he could just do the archaeologist's job entirely i feel like that might take some of the fun out of the archaeologist's job like the idea of digging to find something is the fun if you you know what i mean i mean well they would still have to dig to find like pot shards and stuff that's but like if if they're like we're pretty sure there's a mummy around here ness uh <laughs> ness's uh court could just be like yeah i'll get it yeah that's true i actually went down a very similar path uh i was thinking that it would be really neat if you had the graveyard shift quirk then you could control dead bodies during a specific period of time. And, you know, I always try to, like, make it science-y, so you have to be within the moonlight's reflection. Like, if you can see the moonlight, you can control dead bodies. Like, a yeah. bit of, like, a necromancer kind of power. Yeah, mine is literally shifting graveyards. I mean, that's... That's funny. <laughs> that's oh, yeah, is. it is. Shifting, <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> that's awesome. See, I like yours because I feel like the people in the movie Poltergeist would have been really happy exactly. to have that That's quirk. exactly, that was, that was my muse for this yeah. particular quirk. Very good. Oh, here we go. The Queen Jess has sent us three. I remember these being kind of hard, or at least thinking that they were pretty hard. Yeah. I agree. I would agree. Uh, the first one is Epithet. So, I googled this one too. Uh, I vaguely knew what an epithet was, but it's basically like um, you would call somebody like dirty. Um, and so I went with a psychological bully kind of answer here. Ooh. Where if you 
spoke an epithet over somebody, then they became that, or at least they believed they were that, um, which would probably be the more reasonable thing. So it's like psychological warfare. That's interesting. Because I had a similar answer, but the almost- I told you I'd be a villain. I told you. You are. You're turning into the villain now. That's evil. Mine was like the opposite of that. The thought of being more like a bard. Like you could see the words that would really either, I guess it could go both ways, inspire the person or bring them down and use those as like power words, basically. Yeah, I, did, I just did the evil version of what you just described. Yeah, I guess it could go either way. I hadn't considered that. It could really go yeah. either way. True. All right, her next one is Voyage. Voyage is cool. I, I My first thought was portals, like someone that could just voyage through places, like one over the other, like no restrictions, kind of like Kurogiri's really, I guess. Yeah, but Voyage is more specific. Like, So I tried to avoid just general travel. Um, that was the temptation at first, but Voyage is like seafaring or That's true. spacefaring. You know, you don't hear voyage for like a car drive or a plane ride it's normally Um, like into the unknown yeah so i just wrote that and this probably is one of my weaker submissions to be honest but they have excellent traversal abilities but only in the sea or in space i like that i like the idea of appending like with mine you get portals but you never know where they're gonna take you it's a risk every time mine is like you somehow it involves fin and air propulsion but the air propulsion doesn't work on land or in or in an atmosphere, but can work in the vacuum of space or underwater. I like that. It's kind of how I was thinking. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay. What about uproar? Uproar for me, my first thought was like a Hulk-like ability, but it had to do with the octaves of the voice. So this individual would need to be able to raise and lower the octaves of their voice to be able to tie back to their strength or power of their quirk effectively. I said that this person always does or says whatever is the most triggering stimulus in any given environment. Oh, They wow. literally cause an uproar. That's oh crazy. God. I like that. Yeah, that's a really good one. It's like they wear a MAGA hat to, I don't know, Biden. Ooh. Convention, whatever, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, whatever the most upsetting thing in any given circumstance would be they do that thing uh, like or at least or at least know what that thing to do is not that they're beholden to it but they're like if i use my quirk right now everybody would be in an uproar that would be a sucky quirk to not have full control over and not mean to use it so like you want to be at the event that's taking place and your quirk just knows what would set everybody off and it just happens whatever it is it doesn't yeah. matter you know, you would also have to have a tremendous amount of self control to not just be everybody's most hated human being. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not wrong, though. <laughs> so, this is from Kendra from the My Hero Academia podcast, and it is called Gurgle. As alluded to earlier. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I came up with one for this, and I feel like maybe it's too obvious, but I'm going to go with it. This is another one that I feel like would be more than likely a villain's quirk. They have some ability, whether it be like a pheromone or spores or something that gets into someone else and causes them to not be able to swallow or breathe, like basically just constricts their throats. So they're gurgling, not by choice, just because someone is choking them out effectively. I went with this person just 
uses Bubble Beam. Oh, I yeah. imagine that like <laughs> Bubble Beam, the Pokemon move, it would be like a gurgle, makes a gurgling sound. Yeah, I, I definitely I thought of that. that. How that move ever does damage because it's just bubbles, but it does, and I think it in like does some status effects, like lowers your speed too. It does something but, like yeah, that. Yeah, they're just yeah. able to cast Bubble Beam as a human being and. How gross is that? Because, like, Bubble Beam from a water-type Pokemon, you're like, oh, I guess they're using water because they can generate water because they're water Pokemon. But for human beings, it's like spit bubbles. Oh. Gross. Yeah, that is oh. gross. It's called Gurgle. You can't, <laughs> it can't be pretty, Hannah. It just got worse, though. Like, I, <laughs> I did think about having the quirk be more along the lines of, uh, like, supersonic. Like, they make a gurgling noise, and it just is, like, sonic blasting everything. But I felt like that didn't make sense with the gurgle bit, you know? Why would a gurgle produce a sonic blast? Can you imagine how horrible it would be if you went to, like, if you were a villain and you were attacking a city, and this hero shows up, and the last thing you hear is them gurgling at you. <laughs> And then your eardrums explode and you never hear again. Like that, that <laughs> thought of just gurgling from that one hero. You wouldn't have to imagine it. You'd, like you wouldn't have to live that moment for very long. Probably not. But it would be horrible. That moment would drag on. But imagine being spit bubble beat. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad too. And having to live with that reality. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that. Gurgle was a good one. That was a good quirk to try to think of something like that. That one was hard. That one and Bus Seat. Those two really stood out to me. Bus Seat threw me for a loop. Yeah. Last, last, uh, whatever, last LSS one. That the one, last, last song, song syndrome. syndrome. That one, that one took me a minute to come up with something that I thought I could at least get away with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys not be like, you literally thought of that just now. Yeah. Well, I think that will wrap us up for the quirk assignments. So the last thing that we asked listeners for were open discussions or basically just ask Adkins and I a question and we'll talk about it. Uh, so that is where we are at now. Hannah, would you like to read us off our first open discussion? Okay. Our first discussion question is from Kevin from the Philippines. Would you like to have a robot uprising arc in My Hero Academia with the assistant robots giving some sassy comments? I think Horikoshi has some seeds planted for a robot uprising arc. I hadn't considered this. I don't know how it. But I would, I would entertain it, for sure. Yeah. I don't think it. it would last I mean, long, though. Some of these quirks are, like, yeah. nuclear level. I mean... Yeah. Probably wouldn't last long, but it would, be, it would be a fun, like, episode in Smash or something, where the sassy robots um, convince the, like, training robots that they've been uh, mistreated yes. and abused, and they all just rise up and violate their programming and... Well, I guess, or just live into their programming, because training robots are, they're pretty aggressive. They are pretty aggressive. But yeah, they just, yeah, they just activate when they're not supposed to be activated, um, cause a little bit of a, a stir at UA and possibly other schools because the Internet of Things and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I think that would be fun. I don't, like I, like you said, I don't think it could go on for very long. I don't long think it could be a they, full arc, but this could be a fun, yeah. like, three episodes. Or an OVA, yeah. like an OVA. OVA. Yeah, yeah. This would be a really That's fun the OVA. Right treatment for yeah, it. like, and it's exactly what you said too. That's exactly what I was thinking. All of the like training robots have AI turn on or something. They're like, hold the hell on. Like, what is? Wait, they just let up the, these kids beat us up? What? <laughs> you know? This is our entire existence is punching bags. Well, now it's time we punch back. Yeah, exactly. There's the tagline for the OVA. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Your next one is from Mike, a.k.a. Buster Knuckle. Pulling the trigger is the proper term for using said substance. 
So I'll ask this. What would cause the heroes to pull the trigger? Do you think they ever would? And if you had a quirk, would you pull that sweet, sweet trigger? Okay, so the first question is basically what would cause the heroes to pull trigger? I would be, I, I will say this, I wouldn't be surprised to see some of them do this in the next season. Like things are really starting to heat up. We've got, you know, this huge war that seems like it's about to, to go down. And they are going to need every single edge they can get. So I don't want to say that all of them would just immediately result to this, but it wouldn't surprise me. Like if, if, if you told Bakugo that this would be the one thing that gets him ahead of everyone else, I wouldn't be surprised to see him pull trigger. He, I could see him yeah. being the kind of person that might be like, oh, I can handle that. You know what I mean? It's just one boost or something like that. Yeah. So that gets into, I kind of see Bakugo and Vegeta similarly. So like, Oh, you like an idea of like, I don't need help from that. Like, I don't, I wouldn't need yep. something like that. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. I definitely see that more from Bakugo. I do think that, um, so the, the first thing would be availability. Do, you know, are they doing a trigger bust and they have incidental availability or are they purchasing it ahead of time as a fail safe? Or, I think those are two questions that would be interesting uh, to to dis- to explore. Even better, what if it's not marketed to them as trigger, right? Like there are plenty of times. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger has talked about this before, not knowing what he was taking, like being told he was taking vitamins, and in reality, his manager mm. was giving him steroids. You know, that's not I that's think, not too literal, but I mean, what if? Yeah, yeah. I think Buster's looking for intentionality. Sure, I agree. I agree. Um, I think that's. I would I can imagine certainly some scenarios where some pro heroes would be placed in a position circumstantially where their alternatives are boost my quirk or possibly die or boost my quirk or let these you know villains kill these other people. Um, yeah. So it becomes um almost not not necessary but a very tantalizing and tempting alternative solution uh to any given situation like what if uh someone Uh, had come to all might and said hey you can still use your quirk and you won't have your physical inhibitions if we if you took trigger like that three hour limit that he has yeah um so i think that would be it would be like a desperate times call for desperate measures situation if any pro hero that's on the up and up would use it but i think that there are some who maybe are looking for a little boost to their popularity even in the polls because that's a that's a draw yeah you know for for people in in those positions i want to boost my ratings in the polls that means i need to be more capable if triggers the thing that allows me to do that then i'll i'll use that road but it'll look very similar to uh like a doping scandal in the mlb or the nfl or whatever um <laughs> You know, you, you get these players who have these crazy performances and then they test positive and it ruins their career. So if you get caught, then you're out like you're, you no longer get a license to utilize your quirk. Well, I think the second part of that question was, do you think they ever would? Um, and if you had a quirk, would you pull that sweet, sweet trigger? Uh, I don't think I would ever like that. I don't think I would. Yeah, either. I don't have a, I don't have a tendency to want to be like using something along the lines of that to to boost myself i guess uh i don't think that trigger would be a thing for me there are very few drugs that i've ever 
willingly and intentionally consumed and allowed to affect me. Um, uh, nicotine to a small degree. I, I, I'll smoke a cigar once or twice a year. Alcohol occasionally, a couple times a week, um, but nothing beyond that. Yeah. And I have no desires to expand the horizons on that. Um, and I, I would like to think that even given a quirk, I would feel the same. So thinking about trigger too makes me think of heroin. So I'm just immediately like, nope, not me. <laughs> like yeah, no it way. Does have that same kind <laughs> there's of. There's no way I could do that. It's an injection. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's just there's something about it that it screams like hardcore, you know. And that's just yeah, not me. I'd be terrified to do something like that. Uh, agreed. But again, desperate time. Maybe. And if I had you know availability, and it was like I either do this and I or I die or other people die. Possibly, and it'll be like those, it's easier to ask um, forgiveness than permission kind of situations. Maybe. But I think that's a totally different perspective than just, hey man, I got some trigger. You know what I mean? Like, let's go yeah. let's go mess up the city, or, or let's use this every time we go out. Yeah, I think it's totally different. Yeah, agreed. So I think he had a second question, Hannah. What was that? He does. Let's see here. You both are in a hero agency with each other and myself. Oh. Would never Look happen. At you three, because <laughs> you're a villain, right? Yeah. All right. He says my quirk, as already discussed, is pain and gain. Though fear itself is strongly tanking over. What are each of your quirks, and what would the agency specialize in? Do you have a quirk in mind, Adam? I did have a quirk in mind. Uh, something I've always thought would be really cool is the idea like you know i work in in technology i'm an it guy so i've always thought it'd be really neat to be able to like interface with technology at the most basic level like being able to talk to technology and this was uh displayed really well in the old tv show heroes uh there was a kid that got this ability to talk to like any technology he could just like like it was a friend like you and i are talking right now and I always thought that would be a really cool quirk, even if it's not really one you may be able to use like in the field. I, I guess you could maybe like with an Iron Man suit or something like that. Uh, but it would be great for like, a, uh, what is it called in the new Spider-Man movies? The chair guy. I think that's what Ned calls that character, like the dude in the chair that's feeding information to right. the hero. You know, that would be a cool quirk to have. And then being able to like control the technology out in the field. I mean, in the hero's example, the kid is able to make it a green light at every intersection for the next like 10 intersections. That way they can go straight through instead of being stopped by traffic. That would be a really cool thing to be able to do. They, like being able to interface with any technology at its base level, whether that be byte code or something like that or, or machine language, that would just be really neat. Mine I had posted previously in the Discord and I called it paranoia. Um, and I said that it causes me to think constantly about worst case scenarios and operate in ways to safeguard myself as much as possible. Um, so it would be a very analytical kind of quirk, nothing physical to it whatsoever, um, except for I did say that uh, the physical drawback was that if there's no way for me to institute what I believe to be sufficient safeguards, given the scenarios that I see you know, are, are, you know, know, available to me, that I get crippling anxiety and nausea. Um, so I would be very much the like tactician kind of guy. So if I'm the tactician, you're affecting technology and Busta is the Hulk. Essentially. Effectively, yeah. Um, yeah. I remember his he, him describing yeah. his quirk in Discord. It is very Hulk like. 
That's, yeah. that's like a pretty good team, so, though. Yeah, we cover a lot of ground, but I don't know that that means that we specialize in anything particularly. I feel like what we could specialize in is actually, <laughs> bear with me, we could audit other teams, right? So we could go in and do the like, hey, what are you not thinking of? Oh. Adkins can help you out there. What technology do you not think about or interface with? Adam can help you there. How are you out in the field? Busta could help you there. Like we couldn't, we may not be the team that goes out and does things, but we may be the team that trains people on how to be the the things they need to be. Does that make sense? Or yeah, or we're we're that, and or the proctors of the uh, exams oh, for yeah. hero licenses for students too. Yeah, that would be really cool too. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things I feel like the three of us could do. That I mean, that we cover a lot of different places in the hero world. Yeah, we don't have a lot of overlap, which is probably for the best. But we don't have a specialty, which means we have to think very broadly. Yeah. Um, and I like the idea of us being teachers or evaluators. I think that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, so if we're doing the like exam proctoring, I would be, uh, you know, uh, the, the person who sits down with each, the, the headmaster of each school or each class teacher at the end of the exam and say, for each student, this is what they need to improve on the most. This is where they were weakest or whatever. This is what they should have done in, in this given situation. Busta is the villain that we put in the field. He's the gang orca. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, that, oh, that goes out. And I could easily be the person um, that manipulates the field because the field would be technology based. Right. And I could also yeah. be disabling the students that rely on their, um, uh, what do they call it? The items. Yeah. Like, like support gear. May's support gear would be absolutely taken out by me or sabotaged or something. You'd have to figure out how to work around that. Yeah. And that plays into my power because it's like worst case scenario is you don't have access to this enhancing piece of technology that you that you have that boosts your quirk. You don't have that. Right. You just have your you and your quirk do what you can. Uh, so, yeah, that would be really interesting. I think that's our that's our best bet, given our um, given uh quirks yeah i like, I like that. that too that's really cool i'm calling it indispensable that would be our that would be our agency name that's our agency indispensable name? <laughs> i like it I i'll take too. i'll allow it to come up with something better go fly a kite okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> luke and mark from hero notes have sent you another entry uh, which chapter or episode do you go back and reread or rewatch the most? I'll answer this real quick because I don't do a lot of rereading or rewatching. The only things Same. of Vigilantes that I have reread for purpose, not just rereading because it had been six months because we talked about it, but I, I reread the Captain Celebrity stuff when he is at the, um, the Needle Tower. <gasps> what was it called? Uh, the sky, sky egg. egg i liked the sky egg stuff like those last two or three chapters where he is is trying to do his best and koichi's helping him out i that's something that i've reread uh as far as re-watching um i really really liked the uh summer camp arc where they kind of first in, like really get into it with those big villains uh outside of their turf if that makes sense i agree i'm not much of a rewatcher or rereader like with regards to anything, not just stuff that we're covering for a podcast. I just don't retread material right. very yeah, often. Yeah, same here. Um, so I had to think of if I were that kind of person, what would I want to rewatch or reread? Um, for the anime, I went first to uh, Deku's blad- uh, battle with um, 
Well, it's at the end of the same arc you were talking about with the uh, summer camp oh, arc, muscular uh, the battle that he had. Yeah, with muscular. Yeah. Um, that would be one that I would want to rewatch. Anything with stain, I'd want to rewatch. Uh, so the Stendhal stuff in Vigilantes oh, yeah. would be stuff that I would want to revisit. That's right. Um, th- that's pretty cool. And then I also thought that I might like to rewatch uh, back when Mirio had powers. Um, uh, not just his battle with overhaul but also his interaction with 1a uh when he was naked and kicking all their asses (laughs) yeah that's right that's right yeah that would be fun to rewatch but generally just my character isn't isn't the kind that's like oh i want to go back and reread or rewatch the stuff um very often same here so but if i had to pick those would be the places where i went first and anything with rapa too especially like the vigilante stuff with rapa is really good good. um even i mean even better, I guess, maybe than the My Hero stuff. Uh, Although him and Kirishima and the honor that yeah. that Rapid displayed was the thing that really made me fall in love with that character that influenced the Vigilante stuff. So I would have to do it in that order if I rewatched it. At yeah, all. I agree with you. The stuff with Kirishima is way cooler than the stuff with Knuckle Duster, I think, uh, just personally. Yeah, agreed. But I also like the anime in general more than the manga. Like, I like that format better. So. You know, I'd actually like to watch um, Sun Eater versing, uh, you know, fighting against the the handful of the uh, the bullets. That's what they were I called. I think they were yeah. called bullets, yeah. Like the bullets. Shia Hazakai bullets. Um, yeah. Um, and Rappa was one of them. But when, when he was fighting off uh, against the bullets by himself, that was really good, too. That was That cool. Amajiki stuff yeah. was really, really yeah, good. Yeah, he was really cool. I'd watch that again. Okay, not to be a bastard, but I have to just ask. Needle Tower versus Sky Egg? Well, okay. <laughs> That's very different. The Sky Egg is based off of the Needle Tower. Isn't, it, isn't that called the Needle Tower or the Pin Tower what? or something like that? I don't remember. It's, it's, I don't know if it's in... T- so it was the Tokyo Sky Egg incident. There is a tower in Seattle uh-huh. that might be called the Needle Tower or something similar. Um, but yeah, they're very different. But yeah, Sky Egg versus Needle. I understand your confusion. The this is more stuff needle. for like after the. Yeah, uh, I was thinking of the Space the Needle. Space, yeah. space Needle. Space, yeah. That's Seattle. Yeah, that is in Seattle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. More stuff for after uh, after the credits roll on episode one. See, I was I was I was threading some loose ends there. Needle Tower, Space yeah. Needle, Look, Sky I'm, Egg. They're they all... don't really sound. They're making sense in my like brain. They're all. they're clicking for me. Next, we have one from Tomac. How do you think Koichi's story will end in Vigilantes? Oh, man, this is one that I feel like we've put, maybe, at least on my side, I feel like we've put a lot of thought into it just because we're getting so close to it. Yeah, I think I, think I saw on Twitter today that the newest Vigilantes chapter is called Conclusion or Conclusions. Really? So they got to be wrapping things up. Dang, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, if titles alone are spoilers, like we're we're getting there. We're within a dozen chapters of being caught up. I've wrestled with what Koichi's I don't know what to what to call it, but so one of the things that I've been vocal about on the AMP is this thing that's going on is huge and involves massive players, like all for one. Um, and the inception or origin of the Nomu, at least as far as we know. Um, so what kind of impact, like how have we not 
heard whispers of this, seen the ripples of this echoing throughout My Hero proper. We've seen in the past that uh, the police will intentionally censor stuff. Um, but I don't, I don't suspect that that's what's going to happen with Koichi. Do you think I would like to think that? Do you think Koichi survives vigilantes? Yeah, I would like to think that he did. Yeah, if he didn't, a monument, damn, surely. Right? I don't know. I mean, he's just like, a vigilante that's been wiped off the records for the most part. True, but he's been wiped off of the records by the very people who would have the power to say this man needs a. Uh, monument, you know? I guess, but I don't um, know. I could also see that same people being like, it's too dangerous to to worship this kind of behavior because then we'll just have a bunch of vigilantes. Like if we make him a monument, how many more Koichis will happen? So if he if he does get killed in, in the line of action, that is fair. like a huge thing that maybe doesn't have to be mentioned. It just developed those characters into what we know them as today. So then Koichi becomes the cautionary tale. Kind of, yeah, yeah. That we still haven't heard in My Hero. That's true, we haven't heard it, but maybe we don't need to? Does that make sense? I mean, it could be a... So it's assumed that everybody in the My Hero proper timeline has heard the cautionary tale of Koichi, the vigilante. Or more like it's a dime a dozen, right? Like, that's why people are, like, so against vigilantes, because they always end up this way. They're good folks trying to do the right thing that end up dead. Yeah, his the scale of the story is too big for it to be a dime a dozen. In I agree. Opinion. No, I totally agree with you. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate a little bit. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, so I think I still want to wishfully think that Koichi is the one who wins the day, even though I'm confident pro heroes are going to show up on the scene um, for all that's going on in Naruhata, where we are in Vigilantes to date. Um, I, I hope he doesn't be, just become obscured because of the presence of the pro heroes. It would be nice for him to be almost this urban legend that is inspiring um, in, in a sense. But uh, I, I really don't know because the, the complicating thing for Koichi's story is that I keep looking for his presence, his influence in what follows him and what we call my hero proper, and it's hard to it's see. Not and really that's there. frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. See, from my perspective, I think I really think that what will happen is a lot like what you said. He will ultimately be the hero of the day, but because the pro heroes are there, and I think they will be, even if they're not the ones that save the day, I think they'll be the ones that get the credit, and it'll play out the way that Captain Celebrity and the Sky Egg played out, where he's written off record and he's not acknowledged. And the beauty of it is, is that Koichi never wanted to be acknowledged anyways. It was never about that for him. So, and, and that is, that's too character for Koichi, to be yeah. fair, what you're, what you're I think he's going to be totally okay with being the hero, and this may be what causes him to retire. And he just lives out the rest of his days with Pop and Knuckle Duster and Soga, and they're just all buddies. And it's, you know Aww, what I mean? It's a big happy family. Yeah. Ending. Yeah, I could see that. And then because they weren't on record for anything and they're not becoming these big pro heroes, it's never talked about again. And it's just kind of another thing that happened. I could see that. Um, and, and I guess that maybe that's best case scenario. Um, given, again, the thing that, comp- that complicates my future projections for Koichi is what we see in My Hero. 
proper. Um, and so maybe him choosing or even asking, you know, hey, I did this thing. My request as reward is I want to be left out of all of it. I just want to go and leave, uh, you know, lead a quiet life with, uh, you know, with pop step yeah. and just fade into obscurity and just let that he be. He may that. even be propping up Aizawa and saying like, no, 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 that wasn't me. Like Aizawa was the one that handled all this. Yeah, that'd be good. I, I'm, I think that Koichi's, the, the end of Vigilantes, I suspect is going to be one that we, we will be satisfied with, hopefully with regards to Koichi's story, even, even as it fades into quote unquote uh, obscurity when it comes to My Hero Proper. So I, I think that there's going to be a balance struck. There. I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, we've reached the question that I have really wanted to hear you guys answer. It's from Ness. Why is Mineta so dang awesome? Long live the grape god. Well, clearly, it's like Adkins said earlier. He's the oolong. He's the, uh, the comedic relief. Without him, there are times <laughs> definitely when tensions would be high. Yeah, I mean, his... I, I, I have to suspect that Ness likes him for that reason, <laughs> you know? Because there's not much to Mineta outside of his oolong-ness in this particular area, right? (laughs) Um, So I, I, now Ness listens to Kyo Cinema, shameless plug for our other podcast. And um, (laughs) he admittedly is like, I'm not watching Dragon Ball. I've never watched Dragon Ball. I don't plan on watching Dragon Ball. Um, And so I suspect that he has no full idea on what it is that, um, that oolong is and what he embodies. Um, so I'm, I I think that if, if he watched Dragon Ball, he would be like, okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I can see that. I I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. If anything is he's awesome because he brings you joy in us and that's all that matters, man. The fact that you are having fun with the show and you found a character you liked. He's having fun with a show that he, as a moderator of the Back Patio Network's, uh, Discord, wasn't familiar with at all until I kind of shamed him into watching it. <laughs> like, I don't want to yeah, get into true. the details, but Ness really? was not like a My Hero Academia fan until a certain word, and Ness knows what it is, dragged him into our Discord channel, um, and he's stuck around because I was like, well, then watch the thing. And he did, and he loves it. Like, he, he actually enjoys My Hero Academia. He talks about it all the time. He plays all the games, like, more than any of us do. <laughs> All right, here we go. The Queen Jess from New York asks, would you want Kurogiri to be reverted back to Shirakuma? Or do you think it would ruin, ruin the impact of his character? Would your answer change if he was reverted back to Shirakumo but was dead once again? That was a really good question. Because this was, this was huge for both of us really recently. Um, I, I think that if he could be reverted back to Shirakumo, no matter the circumstances, I would want him to be like, even if that means he's still dead, I think that would be a lot of closure for everyone involved. Uh, but if, if he had the chance of coming back, like that would be really interesting to see, especially if they could help him through all of the PTSD that would be involved in that, right? Like he's had a lot happen to him since. So I think he would absolutely deserve a second chance, effectively. I would allow him to be reverted back to Shirakubo 
on the condition that he also died. Um, because I think that would be some closure that Aizawa is seeking. Um, so for him to just be, you know, click undo until he's back to Shirakumo, I wouldn't like that. Um, but I would like for Aizawa to feel like he had accomplished undoing the no moonness of Shirakumo and still having him yeah. be dead. I think that's fine. I think that's sufficient. I think that's the best case scenario. I mean, I guess there's an argument for him to the the no moonness to be undone and for Shirakumo to be alive, but he he died. Like Aizawa came to terms with that death. What he's coming to terms with now and what's what he's wrestling with is not the death, but the undoing of that death um and the the transformation like, of shirakumo into this thing that is kurogiri so i think you could get him back to the shirakumo state and still have him be dead and i think that the aizawa would be there would be closure there and I, that's how like literally i think that that would be the best way to handle that you know, this is something they do a lot in comic books where they have a character that was dead or unconscious and acting as another, and then they kind of come to or come back alive and have all of their memory from when they were doing the deeds that they wouldn't normally do. I kind of like those stories. Like, in general, I think I don't want to call it a redemption because it's not a redemption as much as more of a like coping. Like, I like seeing these characters that did go through something uh, that they had to suffer through, they didn't have a choice in it. And they're reconciling with the fact that they did these things that they wouldn't have normally done. I mean, that can be a really compelling story if written well. So I think if Horikoshi handled it right, he could do that with Shirakumo. But I think it would be really hard. That's not a story that's easily nailed, I don't think. Yeah, Shirakumo's impact to date on the story is, is as a victim. So I think you, you have to keep him in that space. But... I think that if if he were if if the no move victim part was undone and he remained a victim of, you know, the tragic death, the sacrificial death of him trying to rescue those kids and being, you know, crushed under the building, I think if that part remained, Aizawa could cope with that in a way that he can't cope with Shirakumo's current state as Kirogiri. Agreed. This this could easily be a winter soldier situation, right? I mean Shirakumo could be Bucky and Aizawa Captain America. Like, this could easily take place. Yeah. It's good. This is a good question. I have to. That was a good question. I love the Chur and Aizawa loyalist. Me? It makes me happy. Yes, you. <laughs> yeah. Who could, I mean, how could you not be? He's the best character. <laughs> He's pretty awesome. He's very good. And Adam, is, Adam has just fed my Aizawa obsession. He sent me at least. What? One figure for sure. Did I buy the second one? Now Nessa sent me one. I know I've gotten you at least yeah, one. he's Peisawa. I think you got me the statue. I think I bought the McFarlane uh, uh, action figure. Yeah, I sent you the statue. Yeah, yeah the action figure was on he's you. so good. Our next question is from Kendra from the My Hero Academia podcast. What would have happened if the League of Villains had adopted Aerie? Ooh. All for one would have his face again, or one for all. Yeah, all for one would have <laughs> That's his a face really again. Good point. <laughs> he would. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Man, was he? He was already in prison too. Whenever they uh, the Shiha Saikai stuff went down, and that's interesting. Yeah, I feel like if the League of Villains had adopted Aerie instead of the heroes getting her, 
Man, that would have been a totally different storyline. I feel like Shigaraki in general probably wouldn't have gotten the power up from the doctor. Like he may not have needed it. He would have just used her power to constantly regenerate himself. Well, that's the thing. So the villains have more room to be villains, right? So like the heroes have not used Aerie to her utility at all. That's Literally, true. or Mirio at all. would already be back. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they're children, they're wanting to be sure that she when when she uses her quirk that it's it's safe and controlled and she has you know um uh, uh control over it i guess villains yeah, how much care of about that, that do you think is how much of that do you think is cautionary like they don't want to accidentally zap all of 1a back to babies i think that that's certainly a part of it for 1a i think that the villains would i mean we already saw that she a saikai was using airy as a tool um, and yeah. they were being cautionary with it. I mean, scientific about it, if you want to call it that, where they were, um, you know, doing some trials and figured out what their level of tolerance was. And, you know, you put that into the hands of all for one, uh, and you've got the end of the world. I mean, all for one yeah. with Aries quirk is just able to, you know, undo any damage that was ever done to himself. Or any of his, because if he gets that power, that's a thing I hadn't thought about. I hadn't thought about All for One getting the power as much as Shigaraki having it. Because in my thought, All for One's already in prison. He is not able to get his hands on Eri. You know what I mean? So it would be Shigaraki's League of Villains. I hadn't even considered All for One getting her power. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it would start with Shigaraki. Like Shigaraki would have been yeah. the person who quote unquote adopted or stole, kidnapped abducted, whatever you want to say for Aerie. But I think the end result of that would necessarily be you spring all for one, which is almost certain to happen. Like, he's not going to stay in Tartarus yeah. forever. Um, no way he's staying in prison So forever. you bust him out, all for one takes Aerie's power, mixes it with all the powers that he already has, and you're done. I guess that's end of the world scenario. Um, yeah, man, can you imagine, like, if they handed her over to that evil doctor? I can only Rocky. imagine that he would do all kinds of crazy tests, and, I mean, it would just be nightmare fuel. I mean, there's a part of me that wonders why the the good guys aren't like, listen, All Might is All Might. Let's let Aerie yeah, rewind that's a good point. All Might to before the last, or the I guess the two encounters before um, All for One. And let him recover so he doesn't do have think, a time limit. And then you have All Might back on the field. Like, the, Would he regenerate uh, one for all? or So like him and Midoriya would have it? Or do you think that he's already passed the torch entirely? Like, Do you think Eerie could rejuvenate one for all in All Might while Midoriya technically has the quirk? That's a better question to the scenario that I posed. Um, I and I don't because then that would yeah. allow him to train Midoriya in his full capacity. Yeah. That would be a really I don't interesting have an answer take. to that. I think that, yeah, yeah, he's already passed it on, right, with vestiges and everything. So if if Aerie hit rewind on All Might, would that also, by association, I guess, rewind Midoriya? And if it did, is that the best case scenario? That would be the other thing. Well, and I don't. 
I don't know that it would completely rewind Midoriya because even up until the fight with All for One, All Might still had the power of One for All. Like he had technically passed the quirk on, but he still had a lot of the quirk's power. So could they both have its power? That would be an interesting way to see it. But too. I'm talking I'm about sure. Airy rewinding uh, all, uh, uh, all Might until like back to the point before he had the time limit. You know. So then he would technically still inherit, I guess, one yeah. for all at that point. Yeah, that's interesting. So would Midoriya lose it? That's a good question. And would it yeah. be worth it? So like if you put All Might back in his prime, Midoriya lost his quirk for the time being. But then after whatever period of time All Might decides he's going to retire, he passes the one for all back to Midoriya. Yeah, and then he would be more trained up for it. Although I feel like All Might is the kind of person that wouldn't retire. If you gave him the ability to constantly rewind back to his perfect form effectively, or his his like top performing form, then no way he would move on. I don't even see it being a like, hey, I've I've done this for two hundred years. I'm sick of it. Like I could see him just being like, no, the people need me. Like that's but who All Might doesn't is. wipe memories, right? Because. No, I don't think it might yeah. wipes memories, but he wouldn't need his. Well, I'm saying wiped. that, like, if if Aerie used rewind on All Might, got him back to his pre, you know, time limit deal, but All Might still knew that Deku was the the ultimate next inheritor, and could would still know that like a time is coming where I need to give this to him for all things to be good. Um. That he would still, he wouldn't selfishly hold on to that as like, well, I'm going to use this quirk as long as I possibly can. But he would know when the right time is to just be like, okay, I'm out and you're in. You know, like a tag team match. No, that's fair. Yeah, okay, I guess that's fair. Yeah, I get, in my mind, there would be no need to pass on the quirk. Like, it just wouldn't be a Deku. Well, every inheritor has passed on the quirk at a time. And it's come out of necessity. Only because they had to. Yeah, yeah. But there's no necessity. There's no, you don't necessarily have to pass on the quirk now, right? Like every so often, Eerie just rewinds All Might. And until Eerie dies, there's no need to pass on the quirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes some sense. Like All Might's already perfected it. Why, why reinvent the wheel, right? Like just keep rewinding him until they're not able to do that anymore. That makes some sense. I mean, I, I think that the, the, the ultimate answer to this question is if the bad guys had gotten a hold of Eerie, the good guys wouldn't have a chance. Um, yeah, no, they're and, losing. There's no yeah, the villains and the good win. Guys are are using kid gloves with Ari right now. I mean, because she's this crazy Deus Ex Machina um, that hasn't been utilized at all. And they've they've narratively they've said she has this incredible power to affect outcomes in significant ways, but they've intentionally sidelined her because if you put her in. And she has mastered her powers, knows, you know, the limitations of what it can or can't do and what effect it's, it will or won't have on any given person. And um, then she's 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 an undo button. Like, I mean, she it's yeah. that's that is her power is insane. And so, like, it it's totally it really is. is a monkey wrench in the narrative. And so they have to remove her from it. Like she was in there long enough. Uh, to be cool during Deku when he was uh, fighting against Overhaul, where he could use 100% and n- not kill himself in the process. But after that, it's like, we need to get rid of her, or 
the heroes win because Aerie is this trump card, basically. I'm still not convinced that they're not going to use her like that. Like, I, I really feel like there's going to be a point in time when they use Aerie to be another major plot point, whether it be to rewind all for one or to keep Deku or someone else in place effectively. Like, her with that power, that's just so powerful. There's no way it's not going to be another story plot yeah, somehow. She, she's got to come back into play at some point. She, she can't be ignored because of how they introduced her. So we'll, right. we'll, we'll, right. we'll see. Yeah, she's, she's a key player yeah. We'll still. see how, how they bring her back in, but it's kind of like us waiting on Soga and Knuckle Duster because they're, they're both like Knuckle Dusters in the area. Soga is on his motorbike. Both of them will be introduced back into the narrative at some point. It's the same thing with Aerie. Like she's, if, if, if my hero proper raps and Aerie isn't a, a major player in its wrap up, it will be wild to me. Yeah, the whole Shia Saikai arc will feel had almost wasted because the whole point of that arc was to bring Aerie into the picture, yeah. I feel like. Well, I guess we can uh, invite Hannah back to the discussion since we've talked for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still here. It's good. Are you ready for our last question? Yes. Yes. All right. Dan from Macon asks, after hearing episode 99, do you think that six and twice are related since they can both regenerate? Adam, Just a thought. Adam says yes. I say no. What? I, I, my first thought actually was that I don't think Twice's power is that he regenerates. Because I, I was thinking Twice basically just clones himself. So that immediately, I was like, ah, I don't know. I, I, I see where you're coming from, but I don't know. I, I don't think Six and Twice are related. That is unusual for you, if I may say. Well, I don't think Twice regenerates. That's why. If Twice did regenerate, then I'd probably be like, yep brothers or like cousins uncles something but i think in my mind twice's ability is the ability to copy himself literally or anything else he doesn't regenerate his body like if the actual twice got hurt he would just be hurt he can't like regrow his limbs well that's and that's why he makes makes clones is to protect himself right 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 so but whereas like six seems like he can regenerate like he's able to do something with his body right like he's got some kind of like uh what's one the word might call like, it a quirk yeah yeah he has a quirk <laughs> uh, it, it's like he can shape his body in whatever form he wants so it's a little different in my mind but that's the only reason it stands out differently because you know me the first like if two people can wield fire i'm immediately like oh well, that they must be related yeah you're a yeah, conspiracy a, theorist. Yeah. <laughs> that's been Adam from like episode one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's been Adam from day one. Yeah, the yeah. littlest relation. That's all I need. It's true. But that's a good question. That's one I hadn't considered. So that was that was cool. Thank you for everyone that put in something. That was really cool. Like to have a whole episode just based around content that other people were like, hey, we want to hear you talk about this. How awesome is that? Like, I love that. It is great. But we do have one more thing actually two more but uh, the second one will be really quick um and this is i, I don't think we've ever advertised this uh, to our listeners but we thought that we would find a my hero academia which character are you quiz online and take it simultaneously and see who it is that adam <laughs> is and who i am 
Um, and Hannah, if you would like to play, you can also uh, do so if you wish. You know what? I'm a huge fan of quizzes. Send me the link. So uh, if, question number one, if you met someone with a quirk, what would you do? I'd cry. I'd treat them like everyone else. I'd be cautious around them or I'd befriend them. So you can select your answer um, secretly. I'm just letting the audience know what the questions and options are, and we will discuss only... Well, I guess... I guess... What did you pick? I picked I'd uh, treat them like everyone else. That seems fair. I picked I'd befriend them. I would treat them like everyone else. That a girl. If you could choose your quirk, which one would you choose? I'd think... Uh, I think I'd like a quirk that is flexible, so I could use it in dif- different situations. I'd choose something that relied on my physical strength. I'd choose one that would manipulate the elements, or I'd choose something that would use mental manipulation. I went with the first, um, use in different situations. I did as well. I went with elements. Ooh, Ooh look at you, Avatar. Nice. Avatar core yeah. over there. Yeah. How often are you in the care of Recovery Girl? That's a fun question. I have visited her more than I like. I've never been there, but I heard it's pretty nice. Rough. Okay. <laughs> I live in the infirmary or only when I'm gravely injured. I chose I live in the infirmary. I'm a bull in a china shop, man. I would literally live there. I'm going to go with I've never been there, but I heard it's pretty nice. I would be the one telling you all about it, I'm sure. (laughs) I live in the infirmary. infirmary. All right. Which of the UA staff is your favorite? All Might, Recovery Girl, Shoto Aizawa, or Present Mike? I know what I'm picking. I know what Adam's picking. What are you picking, Hannah? Present Mike. Oh, yeah, I'm going with Present to Mike one. too. I went with Aizawa Obs. Uh, which of these <laughs> of ailments do you tend to suffer from? I get headaches. I have nosebleeds. I sprain my ankles a lot, or I get dry eyes. So this one obviously is one of those leading questions. Where like, I obviously want to end up as Aizawa. I would click dry eyes. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not the thing that I suffer from the most. So I'm gonna go with. I get headaches. I listed I get headaches as well. Adkins, you can be jealous of me. I have dry eyes. <sighs> if you get eyes on and I don't, clinically we're, dry eyes. we're feuding for sure. Yes. All right. Would you say you fight smart? Nah, my quirk is so strong that I can take people out with one shot. Yes, I meticulously analyze my opponent. Uh, yes, I practice my strategy before I even step into the ring or only to use the environment against my opposition. I'm going with, yes, I meticulously analyze my opponent. I'm going to go with, yes, I practice my strategy before I even step into the ring. I'm going to use the environment. (laughs) Again, Avatar. Which quirk would you consider the most useless? Mineta's sticky balls. Should we all just pick that just to piss off Ness? That would be fun. (laughs) Um, Naval laser, tape arms, or creating mushrooms? Ooh, I'm I'm going to go with naval laser. Yeah, me too. Because the problem with naval laser is that it leads to an upset stomach. And I already have upset stomach half the time. So, like, I don't even want to, like, deal with that any more than I already have to. And, like, if you're in the middle of a fight, that's the last thing you want to have to deal with. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Do we all pick naval laser? No. Yeah. Ah, suck it out, Yama. Just be. And even then, it's like, it's not that his quirk is useless. It's just that the side effect makes you useless. Yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> All right. Are you a more offensive or defensive fighter? It depends on the situation. I'm more defensive than offensive. 
I think I'm a little of both, or I'm more offensive than defensive. I'm going to go with I'm more defensive than offensive. I went with I'm more offensive than defensive. I'm a little bit of both. All right. Do you want your quirk to alter your appearance? No, I already look my quirk. All right. Um, Grammar matters. Sure. I don't care how much (laughs) or how many people know that I have a quirk. No, I like looking like everyone else, or I only want it to adjust my appearance slightly. No, I like looking like everyone else. I don't want to be the shark man who has to use scuba gear because that's dumb. <laughs> I've got uh sure, I don't care how many people know that I have a quirk. I just want a quirk. I don't care. Like, I would be the shark guy with the scuba gear. <laughs> of course you would. I only want to adjust my appearance slightly. So just a witch's nose. I understand. All right. You just oh. found out that your favorite superhero is a fraud living on borrowed time. What do you do? I mourn that the hero is going to have to retire soon. I cry. I tell everyone and alert the media. Or I bury that knowledge away and use it only if necessary. Ooh. Oh, man, that is hard. That one is I'll tough. answer. I cry. Nah. Uh, let's see. Just found out your favorite superhero is a fraud. What do I do? Like a fraud? Like they've been lying to everyone? Yeah, and They aren't apparently. a superhero at all? Like they're That's actually a bad like. person? Yeah, the, it, it, the answer to this question really hinges on your interpretation of fraud, right? Like I'm thinking of like uh, the second Spider-Man movie where it turns out that Mysterio is actually the villain. You know what I mean? And he's trying to like steal something from Peter Parker. That's a fraud. Like he was not a hero, period. He was I'm going actually with, a bad guy. I bury that knowledge away and use it only if necessary. I'm not about blackmail. Yeah, I feel like that's how I would go too, probably. There's a part of me that would be like, tell everyone, alert the media. If he's really a villain and not a hero, that's the route I would go, but. All right. How did you choose your superhero name? I was born with it. I just took a description of what I do. (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, It was a childhood (laughs) nickname, or I let my friend pick it, which is also My Hero Academia-ish. I took a description of what I do, probably. Uh, Childhood nickname for me. I let my friend pick it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who do you think is the most intelligent student in Class 1A? Midoriya, Ida, Uraraka, or Yaoyorozu, Momo? Ooh, I'm going with Momo. She's got to memorize, like, all that stuff. Yeah, Momo's, yeah, I went with Momo. I went with Ida because he is Mr. Class representative. I like that. You're a smart guy. you're, You're just being, like... Listen, you're only picking him because he wears glasses, and I feel like that's prejudiced a bit. You're, you're... Bitch! Look at me! <laughs> Look at me! Look at Adam! We all have glasses on. <laughs> only one of us won trivia, though. Uh, so what do you think of Tachibakugo? He's a worthy opponent. He has great potential, but he is a little too fiery for my liking. He is a big bully, or he's got great potential, but the attitude is going to get him into trouble. I'm going with that last one. That's what I'm going with is that last one. I'm going with Big Bully. You don't like Bakugo? I don't. You don't like Katsuki? Katsuki. Katsuki. (laughs) No, Katsuki's an asshole. (laughs) Oh, God. Katsuki, someone say it so we don't get grilled. Katsuki. Katsuki. Sorry. (laughs) Which of the students in Class 1A has the biggest chance of becoming a villain? We talked about this in one of our first episodes of the AMP, I'm pretty sure. So you've got Bakugo. None of them. They're all good kids. Uh, Todoroki or any of them could become a villain. Ooh, this is a good one. Knowing like what we know now, ooh, I would, because mm, like Bakugo had the chance. 
had the chance to break bad and he didn't Todoroki ain't breaking bad I'm going with none of them oh no see I'm choosing Todoroki really I'm going with Bakugo because I think he still he, he still could you still think he could he could break bad? Yes. Yeah. See, I'm He's going with Todoroki. Jerk. His family has the uh, uh, the the potential. Like we know he has the potential. He has this dark background where his own father has like absolutely you know wrecked him and he's trying to make amends but like i could see it i could totally see todoroki just being like you know what screw these heroes if you're going by his family though he's 50 50 right because well we assume that uh dobby is a todoroki right so he's right. definitely bad that's what i'm saying like all he needs to do is have one conversation with with dobby if dobby just lays it out like hey look this is why i did this he could easily bring todoroki over yeah. all right which villain in the league of villains would you be scared to fight stain all for one, Freaking all of them, mustard or Noku? What the hell is Noku? I don't even. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who Noku is. What is Noku? Do I not know what? Let's let's Google this real quick. We'll just see if this is just a dumbass quiz now. <laughs> uh, did I pick a terrible quiz? What is a Noku? No, I'm seeing no results for Noku. So I guess we get. A you freebie. think they meant Nomu? I'm. They had yeah, to that's have. That's what I was thinking. Um. All right. So I mean. The fanboy in me wants to say stain, but all for one is the clear answer, right? Like mustard all is just the, one. yeah, he's just like the gas man with he the gun. He was just the guy from the summer camp, yeah. yeah, and he was like another student. So I'm going all for one. And stain hero, stain is a villain, but he's not a part of the League of Villains. Like I, I never agree. felt like he was officially. Yeah, I'm going all for one. I'm going stain. Stain's scary, but like yeah. all for one is nightmare level. Yeah, he's just going to make a big fist and punch you with it. That's all he's been known to do. Um, how long can you use your quirk without getting worn out? I can go nearly forever. I can go only a few hours. It depends on if I end up being hurt or I can go for a long time. However, my power comes in small bursts. Uh, I'm going to go with number one. I can go nearly forever. What was your quirk again in the Busta answer? Busta just talking question? to technology. Like having the ability to communicate with technology at its base level, as if technology was one of us. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I mean, if I'm thinking about paranoia, which is what my quirk was, it depends on if I end up being hurt, right? Because if I can't see my way out of a situation, then I get crippling anxiety, which more or less negates my quirk. I mean, nearly forever sounds awesome. Like that would be the ideal. I just don't know that that's the case. I'm gonna Your go with quirks. Your quirk sounds so much like uh, the question. You know the question from DC? Mm-mm. Oh, he's such a great character. More people will need to know about the question. Mine's kind of like Night Eyes, but it's not... Um, but you don't have that prediction. It's not foresight. It. It's just, here are all the options. I don't know which one it's going to be, but here, here, here's the choices from which we have to choose. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it depends on if I end up being hurt. Because like if I can't see my see myself out of a situation then i can no longer use my quirk because i'm suffering from an anxiety attack that's that's how i'm sure. working my way through that anyway anna that's what i'm going with as well okay how long have you had your quirk i was born with it maybe it's maylene uh it was a <laughs> i was a late bloomer i got my quirk as a teen it kind of always felt like it was there or i've had uh i have had this quirk for a short period of time I'm going to 
I mean, I was born with it, I guess. I had the, I either did or did not have whatever the joint was and the pinky toe, whatever the stupid physiological (laughs) analog was. I'm going to go with it. Kind of always felt like it was there. I'm going with I was born with it. Or maybe it's Maybelline. Does your costume have any belts and whistles? Bells and whistles. No. My costume has a utility belt that holds all sorts of goodies. Yes, I have some special pieces of my costume that help regulate my body temp. Okay, toads, calm down. Or yes, I have a couple of things as part of my costume that help me hide my powers from others. I'm going with no. Oh, man, I want my costume to be like an Iron Man outfit or something, but none of this really makes sense. Because, you know, the the uh, in the comics, one of the later outfits was literally nanotechnology in his bloodstream. Right. So, like, that totally makes sense, but none of these answers really fit that. So I'm going to go with my costume as a utility belt that holds all sorts of goodies. I'm going with no. All right. Do you get along well with your parents? Not really. I would say I get along with my parents a normal amount. I get along with them very well, or I do, but I don't see them very much. This is, again, another Todoroki-weighted questions. I'm going to go with, uh, I get along with my parents very well, because I do. I'm going to say I do, but I don't see them very much. This one feels kind of personal, so don't feel like you have to answer it. I should have prefaced (laughs) I don't like it. Yeah. I I hate this question. Yeah, you don't have to share your answer. I mean, you do have to make a, you do have to click an answer, but you don't have to share it. I feel you. All right, what kind of power would your arch nemesis have? They'd be incredibly famous and have henchmen. They'd be super strong. They'd have rock skin. That's oddly that specific. feels like a weirdly specific yeah. answer. Or it doesn't matter what kind of power they have. Uh, it doesn't matter for paranoia. It doesn't matter for me. Yeah, I feel like for me, I'd, I'd want they'd be super strong. Like, that's an obvious, right? Like, you've got like a nerdy power their villain should be something opposite Anna? famous with henchmen famous all right uh how well do you think you do on the entrance exam i'd fail it i'd ace it i'd score in the upper half of the class or i would probably score in the lower half Ooh, with just paranoia on my side i'm gonna i'm not gonna say i'd ace it because i need i need other people Oh, to, see, if, if we're talking to the entrance exam where all the robots attack, I'd ace it. Just turn them all off or ask them to go away. Yeah, you'd ace it. I, I couldn't. I would, have to, I would have to make friends and instruct. So I'm going to go with I'd score in the upper half. I don't think I'd fail. I'm also going with upper half. If I'm the avatar, <laughs> yeah. I should be in the upper half. How did your arch enemy become your enemy? Uh, we both had different end games. They bullied me. They're a bit obsessive over my success, or I have enemies for various reasons. Ooh, I like that last one. I have enemies for various reasons. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one, too. That's at least the most open-ended response. I think they're obsessive over my success. (laughs) Yeah, you were the one that said uh, they'd be incredibly famous and have henchmen, so that makes some sense. That does. That that follows through, yep. Do you inspire others? Inadvertently, yes. Yes. Not really, or no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say not really. I don't know. I, maybe? I mean, if you're the freaking Avatar, okay. you're definitely inspiring yes. others. <laughs> Depends on what you're trying to go for, though. I oh, dear. How do you feel about ceremonies? Meh. I love them. I enjoy them if I'm a participant, or, oh, uh, what a waste of time. I'm definitely channeling Maya Zawa here. I hate all things ceremonies. Uh, what a waste of time. 
Uh, I'm going to go with I enjoy them if I'm a participant. I'm going to answer the same because I'm thinking of Aang, the Avatar. Okay. And I feel like he'd be super bored if he wasn't participating. Would your heroics make the newspaper? Because I'm, or why would your heroics make the newspaper? Because I'm awesome? Because I'm selfless, <laughs> sacrificing myself to help others? Because of my family's name? Or because I assaulted the press? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with because I assaulted the press. Same. <laughs> I'd, I'd straight Nappa. Nappa's had, had a history in Dragon Ball of just blown up the news. So I was thinking more it. along the lines of like correcting it. Like, you know, using my powers to get into all of the news uh, yeah, databases and just printing facts instead of opinions. <laughs> Hannah? I'm going with because I'm awesome. <laughs> you would. How unique is your power? I haven't seen anyone else with my power. My power is seen once every generation. I'm always getting compared to my family, and I've been told my power is very similar to another superhero's powers. Uh, with paranoia, Ooh. maybe that last one because of Night Eye, but... um. Yeah, I'm going to go with that just because I think the comparison is there. Uh, I'm going to go with my power as seen once every generation. The only other character I can think of that's kind of close to mine is like that hero's character or maybe cyborg, but I wasn't intending on me being a cyborg. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I haven't seen anyone else with my power. <laughs> okay. Placing herself on this pedestal through all of these questions. All right. <laughs> what natural disaster do you hope to never fight in? A flood, a fire, an earthquake, or a sandstorm? Oh, man. I'm going to go with sandstorm. Sands mm, yeah, sandstorm. That's going to obscure. I think that's going to have the greatest opportunity to obscure my particular quirk. I'm going to say a flood. Fire. All right. A group of villains have invaded the USJ. Exclamation point. What do you do? I start to analyze the opposition and form a plan. I mean, do I even have to read these other ones for me? Um, I charge them without <laughs> thinking. I stare down the opposition and I'm defending the weaker students. I'm doing the analyzing because I'm doing this quiz under the operation that I have the uh, paranoia quirk. I feel like I'm going to choose I'm defending the weaker students. Like innately, when I think about this power I've concocted, it's in use of buffing other people up in some way possible using technology. So if I can protect them, I'm going to. I am also defending the weaker students. You big softies. All right. Do you think <laughs> yeah. you could hold your own against Nezu? I would do better than most. I wouldn't win because of my intelligence, but because of sheer force. Nope. Or it would be close, but he'd beat me. Oh. Ooh, his power is like predictability, isn't it? Yeah. Like causing things to happen, like In causation. Fact, yeah, mine my power is very similar to his, but his is worded more positively than mine. I would say I'm gonna do I would do better than most. I'm gonna go with I would do better than most as well. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what would your Nezu's powers limitations you be? Out? Yeah. yeah. Nezu's the uh hand is being taken out uh by the rat. All right, what would your power's limitation be? I have no idea how strong it can be. I can only use it for a short time. I choose not to use some of it, making it difficult to achieve my full potential, or the slightest movements can cause it not to work. Well, that would be a crappy limitation. I, I'm going to go with I choose not to use some of it, making it difficult to achieve my full potential. There's a, a Star Trek episode I'm thinking of where like this guy gets... His name is Barclay, I think. He gets 
really smart, and then he ends up interfacing with the computer and becoming the computer itself. I don't want to get that powerful. I'm going to go with I can only use it for a short time because I, I think eventually the the nausea and crippling anxiety would kick in. Yeah, that would be hard to deal with. Your, like If your power went into overdrive, that would really suck. Hannah? I have no idea how strong I could be. Guess who I got? Aizawa. Hell yeah, I did. I'm screaming. I did too. too. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I, I got Aizawa as well. Really? You were I did not Mr. expect to get Aizawa. Strong, strong handing it, man. I did not expect to get Aizawa. <laughs> Hannah, who'd you get? Who do you think I got? If you say Aizawa, this test is broken. I did not. Okay. It was okay. not Aizawa. No, no, no. Um, let's see. Who, did, who do I think she got? Um, Endeavor? No, no, no. How dare you? <laughs> no, I wish I'd paid a little bit more attention to her answers. Um, mm. Did you get... It's really obvious. Are these pro heroes? No. I don't know. That's the thing is, I don't know what the answers could be. Yeah. You didn't get All Might, did you? No. No. Okay. You got... Oh, gosh. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to your answers. Who did you get? Did you get Deku? Did you get Deku? Did you get Deku? (laughs) (laughs) I cry Uh, all the time, but I have red shoes. Yeah, you do. Just like Shiggy. All right, last thing that we have before we get into um, literally the f- we're, we're going to share with you kind of the first part of the conversation that Adam and I had um, with regards to the, what evolved into the A&P when we were discussing, are we going to cover One Piece? Are we going to cover uh, My Hero Academia? Um, we need to pick a winner. Um, so anybody who that submitted any kind of question uh, to us, be it multiple choice, open-ended, uh, the quirk assessments, whatever. Um, we put your name onto a wheel, and I'm going to spin that wheel. And I think that I've got the sound on, so I'm going to move my mic a little closer to my computer because I think, <laughs> I don't know, maybe there's some cheers or something um, for when the winner is picked. So um, we've got, let's see, two, two, four, six, eight, nine. We should have nine winners. total contestants. Yep. So here we go. You guys ready? We're going to spin it. And we'll see who wins. And this is going to be a, uh, a little bit of a prize box if you're CONUS, so Continental United States, um, with goodies from Adam and I, um, hand-selected goodies. Uh, if you're outside of the U.S., we will try to contact you and uh, using the email that you gave us in the submissions, uh, and then we'll figure out a way to get you some, like, an equivalent cash equivalence to uh, Amazon or something so you can buy yourself something nice. So... Let us spin the wheel and see who we get doing this using wheelgenerator.com. And Mike, a.k.a. Busta, wins. <gasps> nice. Congratulations, Busta. Yay! Congratulations, Busta. So uh, I think, I believe he's continental United States. So that will mean that uh, we're going to send a box your way in the next week or so. So keep an eye out for that. Um, that's going to have an item from Adam, an item from me, and then a handful of other goodies. Um, from the AMP to you uh, as a thank you for being active in our community. Uh, so congratulations, and you will hear your name announced in episode 101 as uh, insert name here because <laughs> we're recording episode 100 <laughs> after episode 101. Uh, right. So if you're listening to this and you haven't, there's no way. Like the way that the length of this episode is uh, it precludes this from happening, but. 
we, surprise, are, episode, are, are releasing episodes 100 and 101 simultaneously on Monday. So uh, you get to hear all the episode 100 shenanigans and also our continued coverage of Vigilantes because that seemed to be what you guys were most interested in. But I do think that that brings us to the end of the mega colossally long episode 100 (laughs) of the AMP. But it has been so much fun. Hannah, thank you for moderating. Um, Adam, I appreciate all that uh, you and I have done uh, collaboratively over the past three years. This was kind of your idea that you brought me along on. Uh, I'd never done a podcast before, but you kind of held my hand. Uh, and here we are three years later and we're doing something that people actually care about. At least, at least nine people care about at least nine people, which (laughs) technically like 11 or 12 people, including the three of us. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's been a blast, man. Episode 100. Like, I can't believe we've made it this far. Not because I didn't think we could just because like, it's amazing. Not a lot of podcasts make it to episode 100. So kudos, dude. I'm, I'm stoked. And we have many, many more episodes to come. Yes. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. And congratulations. It's been fun. You'll be around. I think the new movie comes out um, in the U.S. in October. So if we don't have you on before then, either here or on Kyo Cinema, because we've talked about you guest uh, hosting on that as well, we will certainly hear Hannah's voice in October when we cover the newest My Hero Academia movie. Oh, yes, please. Absolutely. Now, we hope everyone enjoys what would eventually become our episode one for Almighty Podcast and some of the background scenes from that recording. So enjoy. See you guys. Bye. So which ones did you like, man? What did you think? Um, of the two? Yeah. I, th- I think that I've heard way more hype for My Hero Academia uh, than for One Piece. But I would kind of be lying if I didn't say that I, One Piece has kind of got me intrigued, at least, um, in a way that my really? hero didn't. I mean, I took like four pages of notes on One Piece and maybe about half that much on My Hero Academia. So That's funny. What about you? I'll tell you, I love them both. Um, One Piece is a bit of a classic. I feel like it's been around a while, so I recognized a lot of the characters. Um, but I took notes. I took about as much notes just looking at my note page here. Uh, for both of them now i will say my hero really intrigued me uh, i love a good hero story and it seems like that one is like i didn't really get caught until the end of the last episode when he says you know like he's been talking about being quirkless which i thought was a cool way of saying it and then he says yeah. and this is my story about how i was the best hero of all of them I'm like whoa like okay now i gotta know yeah i I agree with you. First episode did almost nothing for me in My Hero. Uh, It took that second episode really kind of pick things up. But I mean, the first episode was a lot of um, stage setting, you know. Um, But they also did some pretty neat stage setting just inside of the uh, like the opening credits for My Hero is really interesting. Um, And One Piece did the same thing. Both of them, their intro, you know, whatever the intro to the show is, um, did some really good scene setting for the show. Yeah, I would agree. I think the openings for both are really good. I The problem I have with One Piece, it's not even really a problem is as much as it's like, I think because I've heard the characters' names before, I feel like I'm expecting to know more about them. You know what I mean? Whereas with My Hero, I was totally blind going into it. So seeing the intro, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I have no idea who any of these people are, and I can't wait to see what kind of powers they have. Yeah, see, okay, so I had that same note for both shows because... 
the only thing I knew going into One Piece was that it had pirates and that one of them was named Luffy. And I think he had stretchy arms. That's that's all that I knew um, gotcha. before opening uh, that first episode. But I have the same note for both My Hero and for One Piece, which is there's there's this hook for me in seeing what kind of powers will be on uh, like showcased throughout the show. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, for, for Luffy, I knew he had stretchy arms. So my, I was wondering what what powers will other pirates have? Will the other pirates have powers? And it was really kind of fun. Uh, that was what really kept me watching Naruto for a long time, too, is just seeing powers, just seeing the different kind of jutsus and all that stuff that, and, and the way that they creatively utilized them throughout the show. Um, and my hero looks to be doing a similar thing where there are all these kind of powers. Um, and I just, I'm really wanting to see those things showcased fully in, in, in action. You get that really cool scene uh, with the, uh, that first like shark headed monster looking dude. Oh yeah. That guy and, looks so cool. Yeah. And my hero where you saw like three or four or five different characters using their powers. And I was like, see, this is what I want to watch. This is what I'm here for. Right now the the story will of course develop to a point where the narrative becomes a fixture um, as well. But early on, it's just like, I want to see cool things. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt too. Um, I will say the really cool thing that I enjoyed about one piece was the idea that Luffy kind of knows that everyone is really weird. Like, there were several times when he's like, huh, that's kind of a weird guy. Like, he, <laughs> but he seems pretty weird in of himself, you know? Oh, yeah. He's definitely quirky, and he's, he's, um, he's, like, really casual about everything, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, nothing seems to, to phase him whatsoever. He seems like the uh, kind of person that waits to make his own decisions before letting anybody else influence him. Yeah. And he's and he's he's definitely very opinionated. Like in the first episode, there's like a conversation. I think it's in the first episode where where he's talking with Kobe, uh, and it's just like, man, you're you're dumb, you're stupid, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're you're a wimp. I hate you. I mean, he says all these mean things to this guy he just met, uh, and then he has really strong. He's got a very uh, particular perspective on Zoro, the the sword guy, where he's yeah. like. I want I want to go see if he's if he's really good with swords, you know. Um, Zoro kind of seems to me, like the Vegeta or like the Sasuke of the the TV show. Who does Zoro? Oh, Zoro, yeah, yeah. I I was trying not to cast them like that, you know, try to make them relative to Dragon Ball Z characters so early on. But I I did have a similar thought where he's kind of going to be the the wild card, you know, the the rogue gunner kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool, man. So just based off of that quick conversation, which one do you think you want to go with? Uh, I mean, I think One Piece certainly has a longevity. Yeah. Like there's there's like 800 something episodes of One Piece. It's almost kind of intimidating how many episodes there are of One Piece. Yeah. Whereas My Hero, it's got at least two seasons, if not three. Um, and so it would be a more manageable um, approach for sure. Definitely. So, I mean, it, it really depends on what, what kind of life. I mean, I think, I think, I think this, this is kind of, I guess, where I fell out on it after thinking about it for um, the last couple of days was um, if we did one piece, it would be all that we ever did. Right. Because there's so much of it. Um, however, if we did My Hero Academia and we caught up, we could take, you know, a break and go 
watch something else and and shift gears and you know do something different or just let it be all right we we covered this show up to this point and that's that you know we're we're gonna you know end end our podcast experiment with that and so i think there's a lot more flexibility uh, flexibility with my hero academia for sure yeah i agree it seems like with one piece it might be one of those like long-term projects but with my hero it's more along the lines of like it seems like it may be more finite like we could move on to something else if we wanted to we're not stuck to one piece you know what i mean yeah yeah so yeah the other cool thing is like if we go the my hero route i feel like maybe we could have the opportunity to explore other shows so we could watch my hero then once we get caught up it's like hey well you know what we're done with my hero there's no more of it let's go watch one punch man or let's go watch whatever else yeah and my hero is more recent. Like right. it is, it is a hot topic now. Yeah. We're like, I don't know how many people are going to be searching in iTunes or, you know, whatever their podcast app might be for a one piece podcast, but they might well search for something on my hero. Yeah. Cause it is way newer. Uh, it's only been out for like what, two years now. Uh, I th- think it's yeah. Three or four. Yeah. Um, it depends on of course, which country you live in as to how old it is. I will Sounds say, me. I thought it was really funny because I watched, I couldn't sleep maybe, I think it was like five or six nights ago. So I went and uh, I, w- I was watching Overlord and I was watching it at maybe like 2 a.m. And I watched the first three episodes and I was like, what the hell is going on? Like I could not, <laughs> I was so lost. And when you messaged me and told me that they only had season two up, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. And I was kind of disappointed about that because the concept of that show seemed intriguing to me as well. So it'd have been fun to to dive in on that. This is the same guy that uh, turned me on to All Systems Goku is a big uh, anime guy himself. And uh, so he's he's recommended me different shows over the years. And, and that's been one where he's always, you know, every other time I see him, it's like, have you started watching Over Overlord yet? Finally getting ready to be like, yes, yes, I've seen a first, you know, the first episode. Uh, and then it was season two and I was like, well, there goes that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll tell you like three episodes in and I had no idea what was going on. I couldn't figure out if it was cause I was tired or if it was just one of those weird ones where it's like, yeah, you don't really know what's going on until like halfway through the season. Um, yeah. but what I saw was really cool. The animation is phenomenal. Is it? Um, I mean, I kind of heard that it's similar to like sword art online where people get stuck in a game. Yeah. Is that- it seemed okay. very similar to that. Uh, I don't think they were stuck in the game, though, because in Sword Art Online, like, you have a bunch of people that are literally, like, they're in a VR headset and they're stuck in the game, and if they die in game, their body dies in real life. Like, the headset mm-hmm. severs their spinal cord. Yeah. But in this one, it just seemed like it was people playing a game, and it's what happens inside that game. It kind of reminded me of, like, Dot .hack, basically. Okay. Because I well, think I'll have to, one of the main characters was one of the programmers for the game, from what I could tell. And he was because he kept jotting down notes like he was interacting with AI and they would do something he didn't expect. It would like show him typing something on a computer like, oh, so and so did this unexpectedly. I don't know where it is in the code for them to say that. So it made gotcha. it kind of seem like it was from like a developer standpoint as well, which was kind of neat. OK, well, I think that will wrap it up for this then. Yeah, all sounds good, man. I enjoyed it.